This is the opening kickoff on the country's first FM all sports radio station, 105.5 FM, WNSP, and on the Sound of Mobile app. The latest sports, news, traffic, weather, and timely guests with Mark Hine, Lee Shervanian, and Michael Brauner. The opening kickoff. Here are Mark, Lee, and Michael. Indeed, here we are for another edition. Thanks for joining us on a Friday, Dr. Christopher Monix High School game day. That's right, we did it yesterday. It was so nice, we're going to do it twice. Here we are at Air Sports 1. Mark Hyde, Lee Trevanian, of course, the ever-enthusiastic Matt McCoy. We are on the campus of Mobile Christian for the next three hours, right here on the sports station WNSP and WNSP.com. We are here to get you ready for another week of high school football. Good morning, Mr. Trevanian. Mr. Heim, good morning, Matt. Good to see you again. Back-to-back appearances, and of course, Matt will be joining us later on because he does such terrific research on SEC games. Not that this is a, a big weekend of uh, college football. There aren't many blockbusters, but there is a blockbuster high school game, and it's right here at Mobile Christian. We're so glad to be out here. Look, we didn't time it like this. We didn't figure that uh, when we scheduled Mobile Christian, but what a game they have scheduled tonight. They are undefeated. They're 9-0. They are number one in 3A. They're taking on Thomasville. Thomasville is 7-0. A regional title at stake tonight here at uh, Lamar Harrison Field when the uh, Mobile Christian team takes the field. Pretty good start for Mobile Christian, too, Mark. Their volleyball team defeated St. Luke's yesterday 3-1. That's the uh, Super Regionals, and uh, they're obviously moving on to the uh, elite, whatever it is now. I, I'll tell you the truth. <laughs> I am so confused. When I look at those volleyball, I don't – uh, one minute's the Elite 32, the next minute's the Elite 58. I'm glad I don't have to keep track of that. But what I do keep track of some of our sponsors for our great game days, and I do want to thank the Orthopedic Group. They're, they're on the scene. Whenever there's a game going on, uh, they, they're there to take care of people. Uh, you've got the LNS Air Conditioning, Rich's Car Wash, and they are, I, I will tell you, they, they've been great for us, but uh, they are uh, really a big-time sponsor for Mobile Christian, uh, Rich's Car Wash. In fact, uh, one of the coaches uh, is one of the owners. He'll be joining us a little later on. And Greer's Marketing Cash Saver. Uh, what can I say? They got that rooftop uh, patio down there at St. Louis Street. Uh, they've got uh, great offers at, at Greer's, locally owned, operated since, uh, gosh, they're, I guess it's uh, 1907 or something like that. They're, they're celebrating their 107th uh, anniversary, and to stay in business that long speaks volumes. So uh, that's, that's the story with high school football. We have two games tonight. We'll, we'll have a reporter out here covering Mobile Christian Thomasville. That's certainly one of the keynote games tonight. We'll be broadcasting on the Crab. we got Sarah Lynn taking on Theodore. What a matchup that figures to be, if it's anything like it was last year. And then uh, St. Paul's and Baldwin County. And, Mark, last night uh, Davidson did beat Alma Bryant. We're at Davidson next week. They've won three in a row now, so they're hot. Uh, in the NFL last night, the Bills pulled out a win. Uh, not exactly their greatest offensive showing, but they did did win, and that's important. They beat Tampa 24-18. The game ended on an aborted uh, Hail Mary uh, that Tampa tried oh, to abort. Wow. Abort the uh, Hail Mary. Didn't work. Huh. Yeah. And let's Learning see. something new every day. 
You know, in the NBA, Damian Lillard made his debut for the Bucks. Wow, 39 points in his debut. That set a Bucks record. I saw where he bu- basically he didn't miss from the free throw line. I, can't, I, can't, I can't say the same for Giannis. No, it was amazing because uh, I looked at it. He only took 20 shots, hit about nine. I'm saying, where would all the points come from? He was absolutely perfect from the uh, free throw line for Lillard in his debut. And the uh, Bucks did beat the 76ers. Big controversy with the 76ers. We're not going to get too much into it because we want to talk more about Michigan, but uh, James Harden was supposed to travel with the team. Security guard told him, nope, go home. We don't want you on the plane. NBA's investigating. Uh, yeah, I think there were some rumors about, like, they didn't know he was going. It's, the whole thing is just so bizarre. Well, he is bizarre. Yeah. So he, he's, he's got his bags packed. He's getting ready to get on the plane. The security guard says, eh, not so fast. Uh, we want to send you back. Team said he's not in shape yet. He, he doesn't deserve to be with them right now. Yikes. As you know, it's been an ongoing controversy. And now the NBA, which has come out with new rules about players playing on national TV, and if they're not, they're going to look into it because he's not hurt. He's not injured. He's just basically, quite in the Sixers, he's not ready to play. So... Uh, yesterday, of course, every day now there's stories about Michigan. There's new developments. There is another investigation going on now. I can't keep track of all the investigations. This is the third one that I've come up with. And, and of course, that goes back to the original investigation on Harbaugh, back to the COVID. So I don't know if we should count that. But this one has the FBI. Okay. Wrap your head around you, you that. You sound like Hans Gruber and Die Hard. FBI. I give you the this F- this is not just the NCAA. This is not Matt McCoy and his ringleaders. This is the FBI. You will forever be known as Hans Gruber from this moment forward. They, uh, they're investigating and a, a former assistant who was the offensive coordinator uh, last year. And, of course, he's been fired. And it has to do with crimes. Now, this, since I'm not computer savvy, this has to do with uh, the Michigan Police Department, and they're looking into uh, Matt Weiss reportedly using an unauthorized computer access crimes at the school's football building. So now, now you got them coming in. And the only one missing is the CIA. Who knows? Maybe next week. They don't have jurisdiction here. Now, if he was recruiting abroad, the CIA gets involved. FBI is domestic, CIA international. So if they're if they're going after an Australian punter and something's going awry, I don't know. They're about the only school that doesn't. You know, the other part of this is TCU is uh, has said, is according to uh, another report, that TCU knew Michigan was stealing signs in their uh, college football playoff game, and so they were going with fake signs. Although I think most teams do now, right? There's always that second guy that's the out there. Sign, yeah, dummy signs. Yeah, they're always that second guy out there coming up with stuff that isn't legit, but. It seems like it was the worst kept secret in in all of football. But again, let's is it, let's realize the type of person we're we're talking about here. This was a guy that Venmoed folks publicly for you know to pay them back for the tickets or whatever. Like it's it's all documented. It's 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 absolutely just outrageous, and it's it's so sensational. I mean, and I'm here for every minute of it. So I need to get me a Connor Stallions T-shirt. Um, so, yeah, Michigan's got issues. Michigan's got issues. Now, even though he's been fired, I wonder if he'll still somehow secure a seat at the uh, next game. He seems to get around pretty well. Seems oh. to have an in for getting tickets. So uh, I wonder if he'll, somewhere he'll be stashed somewhere up in the stands because, you know, they seat over 100,000. All you need is a clipboard and a name tag. 
That's all you need. Well, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Uh, this idiot talk, used his own name on the name tag. When we had Jeff Kelly on earlier this week, the Saraland coach, and we asked him about signs, he said, "What do you think I did for the two or three years with Seattle and the clipboard, holding the clipboard?" <laughs> he was basically just stealing signs. Well, they—that's not uncommon. I mean, stealing—that's what. A lot and of it's, not it's, right. not no, it's not illegal. Right? No, it's not. No, it's not. You're right. The only thing illegal is recording. You know, okay. when you go going, going to a game and, and recording that you're not in, yeah, right? According to the NCAA, I don't know what the deal is in high school. I don't know if I think that's illegal too in high school. I may be wrong on that, but uh, yeah, for sure. And of course, we know in the NFL, it's uh, illegal if it's the Patriots. <laughs> I was just gonna say, if you see Bill Belichick up in the stand somewhere, then you start to get a little nervous. But Michigan, <laughs> it's almost like everybody is swarming around now. It's like the old westerns, you know, with the wagon train and the right, Indians circling right, exactly. the wagons. <laughs> like everybody's coming after them now. Don't encourage him, man. I, I love it. I think it's great. Harbaugh, Custer, whatever. <laughs> Good analogy. Hey, we're going to talk about this later, but uh, you thinking? You thinking? What's the over/under on the points scored in Auburn, Mississippi State this week? Did you see one of your colleagues put the scores three to two, which was a score a few years ago? I would. I'm going to guess twenty. I'm actually over looking under. to see what the over/under is here. See By the way, what, what I found very interesting, because you don't pick games on AL.com. You've been shunned this year. Apparently, you didn't do so well last year. So this year. Talk about not letting oh, facts get in the way of a good story. That was a dagger but right there. What's yeah. the other uh, the other mark? Anavenant. He's actually the, t he's only the, I think he's the only one over 500, and he covers the NFL. Everybody else is below 500. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, uh, actually, we were talking about doing a story earlier this season about that exact thing, about how difficult, not just with AL.com or, or our segment here at the end of every Friday, but how bad organizations' picks against the spread have been this year. Because uh, apparently it's just rampant. It's contagious. Like, nobody's picking well against the spread. And you're right, but how about even not having the spread with uh, the Pigs Compete picks? They they haven't been on a ball of fire terrible. lately either. It's a oh, terrible. It's, they stink. They, they stink. <laughs> <They're> Guys, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't look. I don't know how else to get the message across. I feel a little bit like Nick Saban here, not being able to get the message to you. This is This is not just you. Making your picks and trying to get SEC championship tickets. If it were, that'd be fine. But you're representing us, the opening kickoff. It's so much bigger than you. And you're letting us down. There's just no other way to put it. All right, Coach. It's uncalled for. I'm fired up. I'm ready to get back in the game. Already his blood pressure is, I see, I see, is up. Yeah, really, we better check it. Awful. <laughs> just awful. I promise you, if there's uh, some sort of, uh, you know, AED machine on this bus. It probably does not work. Matt, since since he's now forever known as Hans Gruber, does that mean we get to throw him off a building this Christmas oh, season? Oh, please. <laughs> what do you think, Lee? Could you do it? Oh, his stunt double. Not really Lee. As long as you have Mr. A, Bean. A big yeah. Matt below. A big, big, a big, big, Matt. A big Matt. Big, yeah, big I'll Matt. just lay there. You yeah, fall on I me. Fall on we're, you. we're good. I'll we're good. You. It all works. Who's Hans Gruber? I don't even know who that is. Oh, gosh. Come on. Are you really? Die Hard. He was the bad guy in Die Hard. Alec Rickman. He was good. Yeah, Alec, he was. That, was Al, that Rickman? Alan Rickman. Yeah, yes, good. absolutely. He's yeah, mean. He was. Yeah, he was. He was awesome in that he movie. He was awesome. He's. Yeah. I've seen him in other movies where he's also the villain. Now I heard Harry Potter. Potter. Machine Gun. 
ho, ho, he was ho. A, he was a villain in a Tom Selleck Western. <laughs> Uh, Quigley Down Under. That's it. That was it. I don't know what's worse. That reference was the fact look that you these, knew it. I know. Look at, look at these geniuses. I know. God, these movie that, geniuses. I don't know here. if you could hear the gr wheels grinding in my brain this morning, but wow, that was a that was actually a really good movie, though. It was. It was. It was good stuff. All right. Uh, so here we are uh, at Mobile Christian, and this is uh, this is where we will call our home. This is where we. This is what we'll call home. By the way, so we'll get Barry Manilow or Mr. Bean. His stunt double. His oh, normal, yeah. That, I think, yeah, the, the, either one of those would be good. At the Copa. Copa, Copa Cabana. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I just, uh, was going to say, I just heard radios turn off all across Mobile. The Lee, by Coast. the way, I would set the table for the rest of the show, but I can't find my rundown sheet. So when we come back, we'll talk some Mobile Christian. Uh, for, but let's get you started with scoreboard traffic and weather. We're off and running our Dr. Chris Romalnik's high school game day. For, in Air Sports 1, we're on the campus of Mobile Christian right here on the sports station, WNSP and WNSP.com. Hi, my name is Sherman Williams, former running back for the University of Alabama and the Dallas Cowboys, and I wake up each morning listening to WNSP 105.5. Thursday, I don't care about you. Six twenty-two. Welcome back in the Dr. Christopher Monex High School Game Day. Mark Heim and Alicia Vanian with you in Air Sports One. We're on the campus of Mobile Christian. Want to thank a number of folks that make this trip every week possible. Of course, our good friend Allstate agent Kenneth Morgan. Hey, Green and Phillips Law Firm. I always uh, appreciate what they do for the community. Ward International and. Coastal Alabama Community College. Thank you guys for all that you do and a reminder to support the businesses that support your kids. One thing I know, eventually, uh, when we always come out to Mobile Christian, eventually I'm going to be met by a Wasden. Now, we got the uh, athletic director, Peyton, coming on later, but his father is back here as a principal. And, uh, Tommy, how many times now have you gone back and forth? <laughs> if we count the original time that I came, this is my fourth. Weren't you kind of like here. one of the founders of the school? No, no. Weren't you connected? <laughs> I remember way back when you were the football coach and Ronnie Cottrell took over and you were assisting him, and I got so confused. So you were back then the headmaster, weren't you? That's correct. I was head of school. Okay. So as the, as the principal now, what are your are your duties? Do you take orders from Peyton or, or what? Uh, that's a good point. I, I returned in the middle of August to teach Bible and coach football. And at that point, as far as the coach goes, Peyton was my boss. Uh, three days later, I was elevated to high school principal. And I walked in, and how I told him was that, hey, it was nice working for you. Yeah. You'll be working for me again now. Get that thing off that desk. I'm in charge here. Get your stuff out of here. You're moving to the uh, closet or something like that. Hey, uh, help me out on the volleyball tournament. Congratulations to Mobile Christian. Uh, so what does this all mean as far as how many teams are going from this area? And you, you, your team is doing very well. You beat St. Luke's yesterday. Um, big congrats to Coach Jackie Haynes and her, and her Lady Leopards. They have done a tremendous job this year, played a lot of 6A and 7A competition and competed very well. Uh, our whole area, volleyball, has, has done really well. All those semifinalists you were mentioning a moment ago will be advancing to Birmingham to the state finals next week. So they, they took a, a round away from the local teams and moved it all to Montgomery a few years ago 
And so they have a South Super Regional, which we are all a part of, and then they have a North Super Regional. Sixteen teams from each class, with the exception of 7A, having only 32 teams, they had eight go. But uh, of those 16, four will advance to the state finals. And we, we actually won the Super Regional over St. Luke. So the best two teams in the South were right here a couple of miles apart from one another. That's wonderful. Well, now, give me a, help me out on, like, 7A. McGill and St. Paul's are in the semifinals. Do they both go no matter what in 7A? That's correct. Once, once they advance beyond the first round of the – well, for them, beyond the first round. For everybody else, it would have been beyond the second round because they just have the eight teams going. Now, you've been around this campus for a number of years. You've had important games. You've had state games. I've done them. You've hosted. But for a regular season game, does it get any better than tonight? No, to go down to the to the end, for us, it's our, our you know tenth game and opportunity to go undefeated in the regular season and uh, to play Thomasville, a traditional power in three and four eight football that's a pretty pretty big day for us it's for the region championship that's correct now thomasville is only there's seven o's so they they haven't played as many games has mobile christian ever had a undefeated regular season before they have uh in the mid 90s um <clears throat> when coach victory won the state championship here i don't know since then if it, if it were the case it would have been one of coach cottrell's teams and i, I don't recall winning them all so uh, Lamar Harrison Field is just going to be rocking tonight. Let's put it, you know, it's going to be a great site for high school football. It's it's been, a, you know, Ronnie Cottrell told me even, you know, it's it's you're well aware of what goes on around the state about kids coming and going, and it seemed to me like from and Ronnie can address this later that he lost some really good players to other schools coming into the year but he told me he said even though he said I think I'm going to have a very very good year now he's going to be with us for a long long time today but what how do you see this program as somebody who's been with this football program for years well mostly from the outside looking in uh, coach does have me up top on Friday nights just as a I guess a consultant. Do you, do you, do you steal I, signs? I, I, are, you, are you stealing signs more, up top? <laughs> no, more than anything else, I just try to keep him calm. I, I think he'll tell you in, in an hour or so that this team, uh, while they did lose a couple of, I mean, you don't lose a four-star, five-star linebacker that's committed to the University of Alabama at a 3A school and not miss that player. But I think we are probably the best we've ever been up front on both sides of the ball. And as you know, at any level, if you're really strong up front defensively and offensively on that offensive and defensive lines, you have an opportunity to be very successful. So I don't think this team is quite as deep as some he's had in the past as far as numbers. Uh, we don't have it with as many numbers, so we need to stay healthy. We've been able to do that for the most part during the season. But this team has a great opportunity to, to advance deep into the playoffs. You know, you and I have been together for a long, long time, and uh, you've had so many roles here. So where where do you see the growth now of Mobile Christian in your new capacity as principal? Well, I, I'm excited that um, Clint Mitchell is now running the school. He's a young man that we were and able to hire here. he was a football here. coach, too. He, he came here as a math teacher and football coach in uh, 2014, uh, assisted me, was my offensive coordinator the very first year he was here. And um, extremely bright young man, um, spiritual leader that, that wants this school to grow in the, in the right way. And he's doing a tremendous job. So we, everything's on the, on the upside for us, we believe. Tommy, you know, we also take trips out to campuses in the spring. We've always been at Mobile Christian. Is there a good chance we'll see you again when we come out here? <laughs> I'll still be here in the spring. Okay. Is, there a, is there a master list of jobs and titles here? And have you checked a box by all this? Is there something you want to? Is there something you want to achieve before you retire that you just haven't had a shot at? 
you know, this this place is, is like a calling. It's a it's a big family, and it's it's hard to stay away. away, hard to stay away from. Probably yeah. it was more difficult. I was just away a year this time, and and uh, it's probably the most difficult time to stay away. Do, do they have a Hall of Fame here? Yeah, they do. Are you in it? I am not. I don't need That's, to be. Maybe, maybe you have to work here consecutive years or yes, something. I don't I, know. I think we've made it up to the the nineties, so I wasn't here. I, I came in two thousand one. So All right. Well you you gotta be a shoe in once they start putting your name in there for a variety of positions. Hey, well thank you so much again for having us out, uh and uh for coming aboard with us and uh Thanks, Mark. We'll Thanks for all spring. you do for the kids. It's uh, <laughs> the, the coverage you give high school football and athletics in general in this area is tremendous. All right, we come back. We'll talk to a couple coaches as uh, Mobile Christian prepares for the big game tonight. It's our Dr. Chris for Mullinex High School Game Day. Mark and Lee in Air Sports 1. We're on the campus of Mobile Christian right here on the sports station WNSP. We're in Air Sports 1 on the campus of Mobile Christian. All right, I don't think you know the answer to this, but the reason that I had Michael, thank you, Michael, for the Creed uh, intro. On, Creed. Sorry. Intro was because that is the new, I say, fight. It's it's kind of like the, a song now that the Texas Rangers have adopted. You know, sometimes these teams before games, and I, I was watching uh, on TV today the Creed uh, members of the band were talking about that, that they're affiliated now with the Rangers. The World Series opens tonight, Rangers hosting Arizona, <laughs> and the Creed is their, let's say, go-to song now. I didn't, I didn't even know they are still playing baseball, Lee. I'm in high school football mode over here. Aren't you the good one? Yeah. All right, well, we are brought to you by a number of sponsors yes. out here at Mobile Christian, like Mobile Christian School, and we just talked to Tommy Wasden. Red's Pest Solutions, we thank the Red family for that. Uh, Dirt Incorporated, a number of pharmacies areas like Dawes Pharmacy and Three Notch Pharmacy, as well as Sims uh, Pharmacy. So we appreciate that. And let's not forget, Rich's Car Wash. And to that, we bring in my good friend now. Uh, Stephen, you're uh, connected with uh, Rich's in a very big way. He's a special teams coach also. And uh, what can you tell us about Rich's Car Wash? That's correct. Uh, you know, we are a family-owned business. We have uh, multiple locations to uh, service your needs in the car wash uh, side of your life. Um, you know, we're growing just like any other any other business. I know you see a lot of car washes popping up. Uh, that's actually pushing us into some action. And uh, you know, we just opened one in Pensacola. We opened another one in Houston, and here shortly. Uh, I can say that we've got a few locations in our area that will soon be uh, soon be getting underway. You've been coaching here how long? This is year ten. Have you ever had a let's say a more significant regular regular season game than tonight's? No, this uh, this really sets the tone for how we end the year going into the playoffs. Uh, we we want to we want to finish what we started. Uh, you know, no blemishes. Any talk this week about among the players, coaches, you're number one now in 3A, moving up to number one? 
You know, I know the coaches know that we're number one, but no one at practice or anywhere has said anything about, you know, we're number one. You know, have you seen the polls? Like, we're just one game at a time, show up and play. You're playing undefeated Thomasville, the region championship at stake. Anthony Jackson's with us. You coach the offensive line, right? I do, yes, sir. Okay, so uh, before we get to the particulars there, just a thought about tonight's game. Thomasville, pretty good opponent, obviously undefeated. Yeah, um, up front, they've got a really good defensive line, and um, I've been telling my guys all week to make sure you're watching film and kind of see what they're doing, and, and that way you know what to expect when you line up before the first snap. So uh, we've got a really good bunch, and I feel like they're focused and ready to go. Has this been a very successful year for your offensive line? Absolutely. Like, across the board, we have just unbelievable guys who just want to get better every week and really zone in and focus, and they're a really good bunch. How different at least from the film that you've had a chance to watch on them this year. How different are they from last year? Because you guys obviously had a really – that was a quality win. I mean, you guys put them away, I don't want to say with ease, but it was a pretty convincing win. How different is this team this year? Um, to me, their their line is pretty much very similar to what they had last year. Their secondary players seem to be maybe even better than they were last year, but it's a really good Thomasville team, and we're going to have to be on our A game to, to be able to beat them. Steven, you work with the special teams. Obviously, in a game like this, sometimes it comes down to something a special teams does, whether it's a field goal, a punt, a recovery of a fumble or something like that. So uh, from that perspective, just talk about the importance of getting your teams ready for tonight. Uh, you know, we work on special teams. We work on some aspects of special teams every single practice because we know that, you know, one out of seven plays is special teams, and it could come down to that. Um, I'm really lucky. Our team is really lucky. Our punter, kicker, um, kickoff specialist is a sophomore, Carter Lewis. Um, he kicked a 48-yard field goal that could have been good from 60 at, at Orange Beach. Um, he has uh, He's punting an average of 46 yards a punt, which flips the field for us, and uh, currently 48 for 48 on extra points. You know, so, I was watching watching a game yesterday and again the analytics versus going for a field goal I think a team had like a fourth and six I forget which game it was and they disdain going the analytics approach go for the first down for the field goal does that come up much during the season not really I mean this year's kind of been different because you know we're, we're scoring quite a bit um, I know that if we get to a certain point on the field you know, I'm like, hey, field goal, field goal. You know, uh, I try to push for it, but, you know, I usually lose out for the points and let's <laughs> just go for it. <laughs> I was going to say, your special teams, you rattling off these stats for your kicker, I think the most impressive part of that is the word sophomore. Right. Like, he's going to make your life easy for the next couple right. of years, man. He's been here since he was in the, uh, since in the eighth grade. Yeah. That's crazy. So by the by the time he's done, he'll have all the all the kicking records, yeah. scoring, and where I want to get him the 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 school long is forty nine, and we just missed it by a yard. So we're looking for that fifty. So, so guys, if y'all are watching the game tonight, and and offense for some reason is taking a knee in the middle of the game, it's right, just because they're trying to middle, position him for that field. field right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. Well, you've you've had a lot of success with kickers over the right. years. Uh, I think I think your punter got it. Didn't he go to a? He's punting now in like uh, FCS or something like that. Uh, right. I've had uh, I've had quite a few punters that have been that have played at the next level. Um, 
Yes, Nathan Rubick is actually, he's punting. Uh, he's in college. Uh, the one after him uh, went to North Alabama to punt, or West Alabama to punt. Uh, and then Jackson Chandler, I had, he was an eighth grader that went all the way through his career, set all the records. Uh, he went to South Alabama. So Carter's the next in line. Anthony, who's the leader on that offensive line? Uh, we got a few. Um, Diego Camboya is a really big, unbelievable player. Um, he'll, he'll be on with you all, I think, in a little yeah, while. Yeah, he will be. And we've got uh, Bo Cagle, our center. He's he's very consistent, a uh, good leader. Karan Prince, Bryson Fillingham. I mean, just they're, they're all pretty have much Have they been the together way. for a few years now, or is this a makeshift line? Yeah, a lot of these kids have been here since elementary school. I mean, I've been with Bo Cagle since he was in the third grade. Um, so I kind of know him you know like the back of my hand i know what to expect from him i know how to approach him with things um yeah some of our other guys have been here since the ninth grade some since middle school i coached bryson Fillingham when he was in uh elementary school um so yeah, a lot of our guys have been at the school a long time if you had priority about teaching an offensive lineman what's number one <laughs> well um teaching is my job no, but, I get yeah, right. but what's like, what's the most important thing? Is it footwork, the mentality? Oh, oh, oh sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. What's the, what, what, what? Just technique. Technique is the number one thing. I mean, you can take an average guy that's got really good technique and make a really effective, efficient player out of him. You know, strength is good to have, too. But um, you can make Lee an offensive lineman. Absolutely. We can suit him up. I've used up my eligibility. I don't know if the insurance would cover me out on the football field. I, I, I think what he's I'm, saying is make sure you pull the guard because, I mean, he can get out there pretty quick. Yeah, that's right. Teach me how to hold <laughs> the right way. Hey, you can hold as long as you do it the right way. That's right. Is there, is there a good way to hold? Absolutely. Thumbs yeah. up, hands inside. Caught. You're good. Yeah. So, guys, good luck tonight. I mean, wow. Thank you. Uh, 9-0 Mobile Christian. And then, of course, you're off next week. You'll be hosting, no matter what, you'll be hosting a right. playoff game. And I've had the pleasure of broadcasting playoff games here. This, the, yesterday, somebody asked me, uh, well, Michael Holland, Brian Bank, he was, uh, he was looking at a few games to maybe go and report uh, during the uh, show tonight on uh, WNSP, the uh, Pigskin Pete and the Piglets and so forth. And he mentioned, uh, he mentioned Mobile Christian, and there was another game. I, and he asked me which one I would favor. I said, easily Mobile Christian. I mean, you can imagine the atmosphere. It's, it's like a neighborhood. You know, you're in the neighborhood, the stadium. You're right on top of the action. Uh, and it would seem to me with two teams undefeated this late in the season, that's quite an attraction. Yeah, we, we think they're going to be a pretty good crowd. We've been on the road a couple weeks in a row here. So I, I think everybody's ready to get back in, uh, get back at home and, and really pack it out. Well, you assistant coaches have made Ronnie look pretty good. <laughs> and I've seen Ronnie. That's not an easy job, man. Right, I'm just going to throw that out you, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. It's like, he often brags about his assistant coaches, so I assume that must be you, uh, too. He, he makes it fun. It, you know, he makes it fun, but, you know, winning, winning helps out a lot, too. Sure. Yeah. Hey, guys, thank you so much for coming aboard, man. We really do appreciate it. Best of luck, and uh, thanks for getting up early with us. Yeah, thank, thank you. you, guys. All right, guys, you can continue with your comments in the app. Uh, a number of things. Uh, we got a couple minutes here wanted to mention, and somebody mentioned in the app we didn't get a chance to. Uh, with all the stuff going on at Michigan, uh, Nick Saban yesterday was kind of talking with Pat McAfee about ways to alleviate the issues. He said the easiest way, Lee, quite frankly, is just put uh, – Give everybody headsets. Like put put the give give to the technology to colleges that the NFL uses, and just and you get rid of all the sign signs altogether. That's true. That's a good point. I, I mean, mean we, we they start talking right. about yeah. whether or not all schools at all levels 
would be able to afford it. Is that and, legal in college football? I didn't know if it is or not. I don't. They don't do it in college right now, so I'm assuming it's not legal. But the idea, what was most interesting about it is, I think Saban talking about essentially for, and I'm paraphrasing, let the power fives do it. Like not everybody is equal, so everybody that the Alabamas and the Auburns and the Ohio States and Texas of the world play will have that technology, so just let them do it, and you get rid of all of this. All of this goes away if you just simply uh, just give them that technology. I, he's not wrong. No, not at all. So, I mean, I, yeah, he, uh, that would do it. But, uh, you know, again, the, the more people I talk to and – you know, they feel that, uh, you know, not much is going to come out of this and it's kind of overblown. And let's face it, the teams Michigan has faced, it, I, I don't even know if they even scouted those teams. There would be no need to waste it. Right. So they the, scouted the, you know, the, the, the opponents like Ohio State. Right. Teams like that where, where it's going to be tougher. I, I, I was really, again, when you brought up about TCU, because whoever thought TCU would beat Michigan last year, but uh, they came up with a good game plan. Let's change the signs. Let's go dummy signs out there. Well, I do think, uh, so when you do bring bring in uh, an opponent that's kind of a paycheck. Either you give them that technology for the game or you just don't use it in that game. But I do think, and guys, I'm curious, uh, away from the sign-stealing stuff, I do think that this would be more advantageous for the defense because they're having to react to the personnel that the offense is putting out there in the formations. So the question, I it seems to me like that would help the defenses get set quicker, which, quite frankly, I'm kind of in favor of at this point because of the tempo and the ability for the offense to dictate whether or not these teams can sub and get personnel out there. I think it swings the pendulum at least a hair back towards the defense. So I would be for that. That way they wouldn't all be work trying to get, like he said, it's not just getting that signal in or that call in. It's about making sure all 11 guys in the midst of all this chaos is getting that call. And I think that alleviates some of that issue. So, man, I'd be, I'd kind of be for it. Yeah, and the only, sometimes in the NFL, well, it's even now in Major League Baseball where they're using electronic means from the catcher to the pitcher. You just got to hope that everything's working in tandem that day because many times I've seen in these baseball games the pitcher can't his his because now they speeded it up. You have to throw the pitch within a certain amount of time. But he's not getting the signal from the catcher or wherever it's coming from for the signs. And, of course, in, in the NFL, I don't know if that's an issue, if they've ever had problems with that as far as the because of technology to sure, go down have. and they, things like but, that. But usually they'll just switch a helmet out. Uh, or, you know, it used to be that if, if one team's, like, headsets weren't working in, in all levels of football, they, they would turn off the other, the other teams. You know, I, this was brought out, too. Back when, and I mean back when, they didn't have to worry about stuff like that when they used to send the play in with a player, oh, yeah. right? He'd, he'd come in from the sideline. They'd be huddled. You didn't have to worry about Back that. Back when because, I played in, like, elementary yeah. school, we used to run the little guy out. Yeah. He was usually a receiver. Exactly. Because he, he never threw the, the ball in. anyway. Just, so, get the, just get the play in. things weren't coming from the sideline like yeah. that. you just say, okay, tell the guy to go off tackle. And he just runs out yeah. there. And that, that, that you didn't have that problem. Yeah. So, mate, go back to that system. Right. Have a huddle. Pro right, 34 lead on one. Pro right, 34 lead on one. We were dynamic back in the day, man. I'll bet you were. We were we were we were just light years ahead of the rest of the folks. You used to call the play. You used to run the play in for Peyton Manning. Uh, no, I, we were not playing uh, organized football at that point. He would have been. He would have been running it into me. I'm like, bro, take your abilities to the bench. I got this. 
He was he was nasty in kickball though. That man that man could play back in kindergarten. I ain't gonna lie. Straight up. All right, six forty-seven. Let's uh let's uh, wrap up hour number one next. Our Dr. Christopher Mullinex High School game day continues in Air Sports One World on the campus of Mobile Christian. It's Sports Radio one hundred five point five FM WNSP and WNSP.com. Stay with us. Hi, I'm former Major League Baseball player Bernie Carbo. I listen to WNSP 105.5. Love every minute of it. Allen's going to run it. Brad loves it. Touchdown. All right, 6.52, wrapping up our number one. Time flies, we're having a good time. It's our Dr. Chris Ramonix High School game day. Mark and Lee were in Air Sports 1 on the campus of Mobile Christian. want to thank some folks to make this happen uh, every week. Uh, Mobile County Sheriff's Department, thank you for all that you do for high school athletics. David Morris, QB Country, clearly he has a vested interest in what we do here on Fridays. So, David, thank you for coming aboard. And, of course, our good friends at Presley Roofing, not only coming on this week, but one of our WNSP team of the day. They're always out and about in the community. You're looking to get a free estimate. Uh, give George Spurlock and the fine folks over at Presley Roofing a call. They'll, uh, they'll come out for free and check out the status of your roof. A lot of preventative measures they can handle for you as well. So uh, thanks to Presley Roofing for coming out and uh, being a part of our uh, coverage of Mobile Christian. And a reminder to always uh, support the businesses that support our kids. We've already had the principal on. Now we move up the ladder to the headmaster. Clint is with us right now, Clint Mitchell, who I guess last year you took over as headmaster? That's right. Last year was my first year. You know, Tommy and I kind of have, we've officially traded roles at this point, I think. So Tommy was the longtime head of school here when I was working as a teacher and as a principal. And uh, I had to call him at the beginning of this year and say, hey, listen, brother, I think you owe me at least one, right? So he, he's back with us. And, so and what did you learn from him? What was the number one thing you learned from Tommy to run oh, the school? Probably just patience. That's the biggest thing. He always seemed to be such an even keel guy. Uh, I remember in many conversations I've had with him and watching him have conversations with other people, just being able to listen, uh, not feel like you have to give an answer immediately. That way we can uh, hopefully handle things the best way we possibly can. Just take one minute out. I've got my good friend, Dr. Christopher for Mullenix, Mobile Oral and Facial Surgery. He's on the line with us right now. They are our title sponsor. Chris, thanks for joining us. Good morning. How are you today? Good, guys. Doing well. Thank you. Thank you for uh, taking time to join us. What time do you get started in the morning? You know, we're going to start today about 7.30, and uh, that's a pretty typical day for us. Uh, in the office around 7, work by 7.30. Now, let me ask you this. You know, we, I, I mention this quite often. If something happens early morning, accidents, problems, teeth, so forth, what are the chances of getting in to see you during the day with your busy schedule? Uh, the chances are excellent. We always make opportunities and uh, appointments available for emergencies or even urgencies. You know, life doesn't follow a script or a schedule. Things happen. Sometimes you have to call an audible, and we're available to handle that uh, because we realize it's a big need for the community. So if they call, we'll do our best to get them in same day, but we'll see them as quick as possible. Do you handle just about anything with oral surgery? Uh, yeah, we pretty much have the full scope of oral surgery. Uh, certainly, uh, I think we handle as much or more than anybody else in town. If it's something that we don't feel comfortable doing, it's beyond the scope of what we can handle. We uh, we work with uh, the local hospitals as well as the university in Birmingham. 
So most of the time, if it's beyond our scope, it's something that probably has to go to Birmingham to be seen, and we can arrange that for patients. Uh, we do a lot of head and neck cancer patients uh, that we're affiliated with UAB that we help facilitate treatment up there. If I recommend somebody and they use my name, do they get the uh, special room? You know, Lee, we're going to take extra special care of them, and a lot of patients come from, from your referrals, both directly and indirectly, so we really appreciate you and everything you guys do for us. Uh, not as much as I appreciate what you did for me, Chris. Hey, look, it's great talking to you. We'll check in next week with you, okay? Have a great weekend. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. So, Clint, let me ask you, Clint Mitchell, headmaster, former football coach here. That's right. A week like this, getting ready for arguably the, the most important regular season game, and then you're buried with paperwork <laughs> instead of being out on the field. What's it like? Uh, nights like tonight's when you miss it, right? I mean, that's that's why you do high school footballs for nights like tonight. Nights with region matchups, big games with a lot of things at stake. You, you enjoy the, the kids, the excitement side of it. So uh, I'll be I'll be on the sidelines. I'll be with a mouth shut tonight, though, without a headset. I'll just be making sure people don't enter the gate that don't need to and things like that. You but, mentioned uh, patience. Do you have patience while the game is going on? And I don't know. I, I don't. Have you even had a close game this year down to the wire? Or have they been kind of, you know, in the fourth quarter, you've kind of dominated? Most all of them, honestly, we've been fortunate. We've been out ahead of most teams that we've played so far this year. And, and again, tonight will be a good test. I'm not sure that'll be the case as we play this evening, but uh, hadn't had to stress too much. And it's been easy to let things go when you see the results like uh, like we have this year. Justin Barnes doing a great job calm plays for us. So I just get to enjoy it like I do on a Saturday just about. All right, let me ask you this about tickets. Uh, advice for those who want to come out. To, can they get tickets early or what do they do? Yeah, so tonight we'll, be, uh, we'll still be our cash gate here on campus, but at the gate we do have card readers and everything that you can you can pay pretty much with any method here at the gate. Uh, starting in the playoffs here in two weeks, we'll obviously have the go fan option that Alabama High School uh, requires during that time. So we'll have a cash option at the gate at that point. We'll have the go fan option at the gate. So it'll be nice and complicated for all of us that are working it, but everybody will have a chance to get in one way or another. And my favorite part about this is Lee is such a trendsetter. For a few weeks now, he's been like, looking for places to go where they take cash because this whole go fan thing is not for him and since he's made that like we've been to like two or three straight places now that'll take cash now lee you set the trend it's unbelievable <laughs> good old americans take cash anytime down here at, uh, it's quicker <laughs> that's right it's that's quicker. to worry about our yeah, gate just, workers right. probably yeah, uh, yeah here's the money with. and let me in and i don't go through all this sign this through that's that. right uh enrollment uh anything coming up for uh, people to come out and, and see the school yeah i would encourage you got an open house coming up november 5th that's a sunday from 1 30 to 3 30 uh and if you're looking for a private school in our area again obviously i'm biased but i'd say that we're certainly uh one of the best and have a lot of great options for your students here in case three through 12th grade uh, come and hang out meet our admissions director ali ratcliffe who does a phenomenal job you can see some of our awesome facilities that are improving every single day learn about some of our awesome programs which are expanding our bowling team got their first dub uh, a week or two that. ago so that's great wrestling's about to get started for the first time so we had a lot of fun things going on at 5900 cottage hill road congratulations to your volleyball team yeah how about that right i don't know if you've gotten to see a game or not but they are a fun group to watch so we're excited about checking things out next week in birmingham and hoping they can uh, they can do a put, put one more week together for us do you need an honorary bowler if you if you throw some bumpers in 
Maybe be good I to think, go. I think we got somebody over here that can knock a few down. Hey, listen, we'll take all we can get, bro. Does it matter what alley, though? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I've got to read up on the official my, high school rules there. I don't know about yeah, that the, one. Yeah, uh, my gutter ball uh, had better chance of hitting the next the alley. The next lane over. Bowling, all right. I will not, never go bowling again. The <laughs> band is getting ready to uh, get set up. We're at Mobile Christians, our Dr. Chris Romanek's high school game day. Back for hour number two next. This is the opening kickoff on the country's first FM all sports radio station, 105.5 FM, WNSP, and on the Sound of Mobile app. The latest sports, news, traffic, weather, and timely guests with Mark Hine, Lee Shervanian, and Michael Brauner. The opening kickoff. kickoff. Here are Mark, Lee, and Michael. Welcome in, hour number two, our Dr. Christopher Monix High School Game Day. Mark and Lee, we're in Air Sports One. Man, we're on the campus of Mobile Christian. And a number of sponsors to uh, mention for their uh, coming aboard with us, like Bayou Pharmacy, uh, Grand Bay Pharmacy, also uh, Dirt Incorporated, uh, Red uh, Pest Solutions, Brandon and, and Ken, we really appreciate you. And, of course, Mobile Christian School, you've been hearing the band and everything. We have a lot of guests coming up, so uh, kudos to them and their volleyball team, which uh, won yesterday. All right, so uh, one of the great things we talk about, we often talk about when we come out on location, is you never know who's going who's gonna to come on in and, and show their face. And we are fortunate enough to have our good friend George Spurlock here from uh, Presley Roofing. George. It's good to see you. It's good to be here, man. Good to be seen. How about how about this setup, huh? I love it. It's like it's just for me, but it's not. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, so, uh, uh, we first of all, we appreciate you coming aboard, uh, not only Air Sports One, but uh, being a sponsor this week for our coverage here of Mobile Christian. Tell folks quickly, uh, you guys offer a lot of service. You don't have to wait for that big hole in your roof no. or that big leak to call you guys. Uh, there's a lot of preventative stuff you guys can do. Yeah, now's a good time of the year. Things have slowed down in the roofing business, so roofers are hungry right now, yeah. but uh, it's a great opportunity for us to come out really just do an assessment of your roof and see what you might need and uh, as we've talked about often these high risk areas of your roof that we can you know address for you but uh, our, our time coming out to visit with you is at no charge you know we just want to do the best we can for all of our customers all right so it's presleyroofinginc.com on the internet uh, that's the website. Tell everybody what's the best time or how to contact you guys. Well, Miss Samantha is already up and, and about at the office, so now's a great time. 251-457-6598. All right. Well, he's George Spurlock, Presley Roofing. 
go check it out. Thanks for coming aboard, man. It's great to see you, yes, and uh, we appreciate your support of high school athletics, yes, man. Sir. It's awesome. Go George, Leopards. George will be at the Wing Fingers on Monday if you happen to be I here. Ha- I, think, I think I will be there. <laughs> Look right. at that. Our team of the day showing up yeah. a couple days early. I love it. That's yeah. why he's team of the day. That's right. Put, That's put right. your name in the registration box. You might win two tickets to Alabama LSU. Let's go. All right. All right. Some of the headlines. Uh, Josh Allen accounted for three touchdowns in Buffalo's 24-18 win over Tampa to improve to 5-3. and three. That rushing touchdown ties him for second all-time with Steve Young. He's at 43 right now. High school football last night, we had Davidson beat Elmer Bryant 34-19. And another story and another investigation and another investigatory body over there in Ann Arbor. It's the FBI. Uh, They have uh, joined with the Michigan Police Department. Like, who's not involved in investigating uh, Michigan these days? They're working with the uh, police department regarding fire-assisted Wolverine coach. Matt Weiss probe has to do with Weiss reportedly using an unauthorized computer access crimes at the uh, school's football building. All right, it's time to talk to two members of the Mobile Christian Leopards football program. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. You're first. My name is Cam DeLawson. I'm the strong safety, and my number is 17. Uh, my name is Diego Camboya. I play O-line, and I'm number 56. I would have guessed you're an offensive lineman. You fit You fit the bill. You really do. How many pancake blocks do you have this year? Um, I haven't really been counting, but it's somewhere around 50, about 50. Anybody, anybody tell you, though, you got? it's just fun to say your name. That's just a fun name. That's a fun word to say, isn't it? Can you say uh, that, either, Lee? Yeah, no, Camboya. I, when I heard that no, name. No, it's Diego Camboya. That's just fun Camboya, to say. But I love the last name, Camboya. And, yeah, you got a great name. And uh, what's going on with you after this year? Um, I'll be playing college football. I'm not sure where I'm headed to yet, but I'm excited for that adventure and the next have, step. In, have you toured uh, campuses yet? Have you got? Uh, yes, I've been on a lot of visits and a lot of tours and stuff. And I definitely want to stay in the south. For sure. It's All right. How about you, uh, Camden, after this year? What, what's in store for you? Yeah, I'll go on to play college football, majoring in chemical engineering. Ooh, tough, tough yeah. major to play football with, but you can do it, right? Yes, sir. So what's your year been like? My year had been pretty kind of stressful, but it been good. Because? You know, because of the ankle injury. Now, you've been out how long? Uh, two months. What happened? How, how did this happen? In, in a game, I presume, right? Yeah, we had a scrimmage game before our first game of the year, and somebody had just fell on my ankle. It wasn't Diego, was it? No, it wasn't Diego. All right, because that, that could create a problem. I could see that happening. So what what do you, during the game, now you're on the sideline, right? You do suit up, correct? No, sir. Oh, you don't even suit up? No, sir. So what do you do during the game? I basically I'm basically just a coach now at that point. I just help out my DBs, help out anybody, give confidence and everything. Are you in a tie and jacket on the sideline or anything <laughs> no, like that? No, sir. So you're allowed to at least uh, give advice to the coaches, yes, things like that? Yes, sir. But, us- you, but your perspective on the game has probably changed, right? You've probably, you probably, you view it kind of differently now, right? Because yeah. you know what those guys are doing. You know what they're supposed to be doing. And yeah. maybe sometimes those aren't always the same thing. So you can you can share that knowledge with the guys as they come off the, uh, off the court, off the court, off the field. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, because I'm basically like a coach. I'm like a yeah. DC, you know, just give out advice, tell them what they need to do, what they don't need to do. You're not the get on them guy. You're no. not like, no, you're no, not. I'm not going to get hard on them. But. <laughs> so if you were in college and this happened, you could get a red shirt medical uh, year to come back, right? Yeah. can't do that in high school. Diego, tell me about the offense. Um, the offense, we've done really good this year on scoring the ball. 
Uh, we can throw, we can run, we can really do it all. We, we're very do they dynamic. like running behind you? The no. runners, do they feel confident running behind you? Uh, I think they like running behind any of our, anyone in the offensive line. We're really a good group of guys. And we block well. What's this week been like? It's, it's, I, I know you, most coaches say, well, it's like any other week, but is it playing for the regional championship? Both teams undefeated. You guys have moved up to number one. Um, we've just really had to focus in. Like, we've been focused all year, but we know this is a really big game. There's going to be a lot of people here. And there's, there's, we're in playoff game mode now, so we got to get ready. No mistakes, you know. Really focus in and make sure we're doing our job right. It, it appears both these offenses all season long have had a lot of success, right? And teams have had trouble scoring. It's kind of one of those kind of, uh, you know, unstoppable force meets immovable object type deals. What is what, what's going to be the difference in this game? Is it is it the defense is being able to make enough stops, or is it going to be, man, the offense is just in a track meet here? I think it's going to be a war of attrition. Yeah. I think uh, our guys, we come, we hit hard first play, we hit hard the last play of the game. I think we're just going to do our job well, and things should go well with us. Either of you play any other sports? How about you? Uh, I play basketball. We got a new bowling team, and I play baseball. You're in the bowling team? Yes, sir. <laughs> How's that going? Oh, we're going good. You Are know. you pretty uh, anywhere near 200, 300 yet? Yeah, 200, yeah. Good for, sure. for you. Uh, are you going to be ready to play basketball with that ankle injury? Yes, sir, I will be. Are you going to be back, do you think, with the playoffs? Any chance you'll be back for the football playoffs? Hopefully I will be back. I've been rehabbing a lot, and hopefully I'll be back like third round. Diego, any sports you play besides football? Um, I used to play basketball and hockey, but now I just play football. Hockey? Yes, sir. I'm from Canada. I play baseball hockey. Really? Yes, sir. What position? Goalie or defense? defense? Or? I play defense. Do you miss it? Um, not really. I don't like the cold weather. <laughs> I meant miss. I meant the sport, not the weather. I, I I'm with you on the weather part, but I I love hockey, ice hockey. I, I like hockey. I I don't miss playing it though. I like football and just focusing more on one sport. I hear so many stories about how hockey players are. You know, you, you go out there. It's about zero degrees, and you got an ice pond in your backyard. Did you did you do that? Um, no, sir. Not really. I mean, I just more play with like my friends on the road and stuff, but. Yeah. All right. I don't want to be stereotypical here. All right. So correct me if I'm wrong. Most people do on this show. But when you played basketball, I'm guessing you're that four or five foul guy out there that's just kind of the, I don't want to use the word enforcer, but maybe the guy that kind of sets the tone for the rest of the game. Yes, sir. Um, that's that's definitely what I was. I wasn't trying to Nailed score it. the ball. I was just trying to get rebounds and play defense. <laughs> and if you fouled somebody accidentally, then you just fouled somebody accidentally. Yes, sir. You were like the Dennis Rodman? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, good luck tonight. It's going to be exciting. All right. Uh, I hope uh, for the best for the uh, program to go undefeated. Wouldn't that be something? Yes, sir. Hey, yeah, uh, first class of the day, what do we got? Uh, math. Life skills. Uh, I'm going life skills here. Yeah. I, I think he's got you beat on that. Hey, guys, thank you guys uh, for coming out. We Do you have a question? You were here last year. You got a question for us? No. You don't want to ask that man anything? Look at him. <laughs> that man is a wealth of knowledge. He's forgotten more in the last 30 seconds than we'll ever know. I got nothing. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> now you welcome to my world. Thank you guys for coming aboard. We really do appreciate it. All right, here we go. Uh, scoreboard, uh, traffic, and weather are next. 
Uh, it's the Dr. Christopher Monex High School game day. Mark Heim, Lee Shervanian, Air Sports One. We're on the campus of Mobile Christian. Stay with us. There's plenty left here on our Friday edition. Amari Cooper, you're listening to Sports Radio WNFP. High School Game Day. Mark, I'm Lee Shervanian. We're broadcasting in Air Sports One. Man, we're on the campus of Mobile Christian. I uh, want to thank some folks for making this happen. Of course, uh, Coastal Alabama Community College, we really appreciate them coming out and supporting high school athletics. Uh, Ward International, of course, David Green, the fine folks at Green and Phillips, uh, they're always uh, supporting of the local community. And our good friend Kenneth Morgan, our All-State agent, who always pops in from time to time. Thank you guys for everything you do for high school athletics, and thank you uh, for supporting WNSP and a reminder to support the businesses that support your kids. For the fourth time this fall season, it's time to announce a winner for the Naaman's tailgating party. As you know, we've been taking qualifying now for the last two weeks. Alec Naaman is on the line with us right now. Alec, uh, once again, you're entrusted to pick a number between one and nine to find out who is going to be that lucky recipient of that delicious catering for the uh, tailgating party. Good morning, Alec. Hey, good morning, guys. I know y'all are having fun this morning. Uh, of course, we're into the final stretch of uh, the football season here for high school and, of course, moving towards the college ranks. But we got to pick a winner, and I tell you, it's a tough choice. It's, a, it's hard for me, but I'm going to go with number five. I like number five this week. Who's number number five? five. How about that? Uh, Alec has gone to, he managed to stay on one hand this time, so he's going with number five. Mr. Bronner is uh, is calculating that response, and the answer, Tyler Vincent. Congratulations to Tyler. He is the winner of the Alec Naaman Catering Party. Alec, you just made that man's weekend. Oh, man. All right, well, it's tailgate time. You know, my jacks are at home against Louisiana this week. And, of course, Alabama's uh, off this week, but Auburn's playing Mississippi State. But I tell you what, we've got a holiday meal package already out. we got Thanksgiving, so if you like corporate lunch, need something at your office for Thanksgiving, want to treat the employees, you got you know, your family meal package for Thanksgiving Day. i got turkeys fried, roasted, baked. You just call us at 473-3900. You can see our menus on the web at namingscatering.com. And, of course, follow us on Facebook because we and Instagram and all that kind of good stuff because we like that kind of stuff. Guys, I'm going to give you my gold jags because we're going to win another one this week. We're looking pretty good. 
Appreciate it, Alec. We always appreciate everything you do for us and our and the listeners here at WNSP. We look forward to doing it all over again starting next Monday. Thank you. Two more to give away, Mark, right. uh, in November. You bet, Alec. Yeah, we got two more tailgating parties to give away in the month. And, of course, Alec is very much uh, involved with us on the zoo for the turkey trot, giving away turkeys. So that's coming up, I think, next week, too. All right. Uh, we got some time if you all want to jump in. we got a couple minutes, a number of topics. We've kind of asked you what the over-under is on this weekend's Auburn-Mississippi State score. A couple of struggling teams right there. So if you want to give us uh, your predictions on that one. Uh, and if you get close and you give us your name, I don't know, there might be a Chick-fil-A in your future. You never know. Lee looks like he's kind of in the giving mood. Yeah, let's see. Uh, He'll Mississippi go under the State, mattress and dig up them Chick-fil-A gift cards. Mississippi State won 7-3 over Arkansas last week. They go to Auburn. Auburn's been offensively challenged this year. That's putting it mildly. Yeah, and Mississippi State, uh, you know, they changed quarterbacks because of the injury to Rodgers. So, I, I'm. did you ever f- find out what the over No, is? I... I I saw the. Uh, I know Auburn's favored by. I think I it, saw six points or six and a half. You can get six like and a, it's usually it's about six and a half across the board right now. Uh, I'll have to do a little research on the Auburn on the over under on Auburn. Uh, I have not found that yet, but I got to be honest, I wasn't really looking. Well, to me, this is. You know, it's easy to go week to week and say this is the most important game, but if Auburn has any chance to me of getting a bowl bid, it's going to have to start right now. You got it. They still have I got Vanderbilt. forty-three and a half here, Lee. Oh, 40, that seems high. It is forty-three and a half. Okay, uh, Auburn. They need three more wins to be bowl eligible. And you say, oh, well, what's the big deal? The big deal is you get all those practice sessions in. That's the big deal. You uh, you get to practice for like fifteen days or something like that. Get your you know players that maybe haven't played. Get a better idea of what you have. It's not so much the game itself. It's the practice sessions in a case like Auburn. So you got Mississippi State. Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Alabama. Chances are they're not going to beat Alabama. Uh, going to Arkansas, I don't know. That's Arkansas has had a down year, but they'll be playing at home. I look at Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, and their non-conference game as the three that possibly yeah. could get them to a bowl, to be bowl eligible. Which look, if they do it, they didn't go last year. I mean, it'd be a you know, it'd be a coup for you know Hugh Freeze. It'd be something to, to build upon. Uh, so one of our listeners uh, said it opened at 43, but it moved to 41 and a half. That still seems pretty high for those two teams, but um, we'll we'll take a look and uh, and it should be. I, I still think it's going to be a, an entertaining game. I mean, it may not be a uh, an explosive up and down the field type game, but uh, I'm curious to see how these two teams match up. I know it's not a real sexy game this this week, but it's one I'm I'm really looking forward this to. This is not a sexy weekend for college football. There aren't many real uh, games that you know must see. That's next week. Alabama, LSU, and I'm sure there's some others that I'm leaving out. But this is not a big big week. One game that possibly you know that might implicate the uh, top ten is uh, Oklahoma at Kansas. It's a possibility. Oregon and Utah, I think, is on the schedule, and that's about it. But Georgia-Florida also is the CBS game of the week on Saturday. These are games we'll talk about in just a couple of minutes. All right, we're we're going to a break. Let's take a listen to the Mobile Christian Band as we go back. There's plenty going on. It's the Dr. Chris Vermonix High School Game Day. Uh, Markheim, Lee Shervanian in Air Sports 1.
33. Welcome back in. The Dr. Christopher Mullinex High School game day continues from uh, Mobile Christian at Sports Radio 105.5 FM, WNSP and WNSP.com. Now we're brought to you in part by the Orthopedic Group, getting your athletes safely back on the field. The Friday night lights lead to Saturday morning pains. Well, the physicians at the Orthopedic Group are here to help. Also want to thank Greer's Market Cash Saver, title sponsor for high school football. They have been involved with uh, local sports for a number of years. You know, they've been in business since 1916. They've provided close to $1 million in free educational equipment and supplies to participating schools. Do want to thank LNS Air Conditioning, also Rich's Car Wash, and Mobile Christian School. And to that, we bring in Peyton Wasden. Now, as you know, if you've listened to our game days at Mobile Christian, you wear a number of hats. And uh, Peyton is not only the athletic director, he's on the sidelines, he's the quarterback coach. And you've been connected with Mobile Christian for how many years now as a player, as a student? Well, since uh, 2001, we moved, made the move down here. Um, and so I was, the, I was actually the ball boy for Coach Walker that y'all talked to earlier, his, uh, I believe, junior and senior year. Um, and so was heavily involved in football then. Um, obviously, once Dad kind of took over the, the coaching role, um, was on the sidelines a lot playing and helping and um so this this past january had the opportunity to come back and it's been been a great thing we were teasing with uh, your dad tommy who was here earlier that he's now back running the, he's the principal I think he said the four, for the fourth time yeah say fourth time right uh, and he but he's the principal so now you're taking orders from him now a little bit i like to say we work together this time around um I, i've worked for him um I, i've obviously uh, played under him um, and so we, we've had a, a very cool relationship over the years in a, in a number of different ways um, and, and then um, now I like to say we're working together after I was his boss for about three days yeah how'd that work out <laughs> it, was, it was a glorious three days yeah, it, was, it, was, it was cool we, we were picking on him because my, my brother's actually the head of the Bible department here and so dad was going to teach Bible and, and coach middle school football and so um, both sons were, were technically his boss for a few days and, and uh, so he stepped into the principal role and kind of went back the other way well the, the Wasden family certainly been synonymous with Mobile Christian but so before we start talking about football game tonight and what you're involved on the field and so forth talk about the volleyball team because they're moving on out of the the, the state the elite whatever yes, 32 58 whatever it is yes sir I believe it's down to eight now um, in, in in their class um, we'll, we'll play on Tuesday morning um, coach Jackie Haynes has done a great job um, we've got a really strong sophomore class that, that took a tough loss last year early in the in the um, Super Regionals, and uh, so I think they came back this year. Obviously, the goal in mind every year is to win a state championship, and I, I think those those young ladies really believe they can do it, and um, so they're going to be fun to watch up there in Birmingham next week. Other sports this fall, you want to uh, just kind of give we, us we, a glimpse of what we happened? started the bowling team, um, and so they've been really really successful. They actually won their their first match, um, so they've they've got the best win percentage in school history um, right now at one and zero. Um, Coach Jackson's doing a great job with them. He should retire. Um, no, yeah, that'd be the smart move. He'd, he'd retire with the best win percentage. Um, and so uh, we've also got cross country going on. Um, they've been real successful. They'll have um, their sub-regionals coming up here next week as well and uh, the state finals the, the following week. So we've been really successful um, this, this fall thus far. You made your mark in football as a wide receiver wherever you've been. Now you're the quarterback coach. I want you to talk about your quarterback, the fact that, he didn't play last year, 
you had somebody who was going to be your quarterback who transferred out of here in the spring. So talk about the development of the quarterback that is right now taking help take you to a 9-0 and record. He, he makes me look really good on, on Friday nights. He's done a great but job. He is. His uh, Damian Gatson. Um, yeah, he, he's been a baseball guy. Um, played as a, as a freshman here. Um, had an injury and, and kind of set out last year. Um Kind of just from talking to him, he had that itch to get back and, and to help the team, and so he's been able to come in. Um, came in the spring, we had a little bit of a quarterback battle, and that he had eventually edged out, um, and so he he's been going since week one. What did he bring to the table that he edged out the competition? Just I think his uh, his mind being able to to kind of let things go when when he has a bad play, um, which is not very often, fortunately for us. Um, and he's he's been able to he sees the ball really well down the field. He throws it really well. He runs well, um, and so he's really just the total package. Do they have any receivers as good as you were? <laughs> We've got several, um, pro- probably better. Uh, Michael Moore, Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Woolard, Gavin Wanshanker, Carson Cooper. I mean, those are those are our five um, senior receivers, I believe, that have, that have been really um, a big part of this, yeah, was, this year. Yeah, I was impressed that you had uh, an Aaron Rodgers on the roster. Yeah, 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 yeah. And a healthy and, one, I might add. Well, and he's not playing quarterback. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, that's, that's, uh, he, he's been great for us. He's, um, you know, battled back from injury. Uh, he came back, I believe, week three. Um, kind of eased him into it that week, kind of on a, a limited basis. But and he's been back week four since he, then. He and Moore combined have like nine touchdowns. So Yeah, yeah. It's, it's at least that many. Yeah. Um, and they've done a really good job. They. They've done it through the air. They've, they've had rushing touchdowns. Uh, Michael Moore's got several punt return for touchdowns. If, if um, we don't have a few called back, he, he may have the school record for, for punt returns for touchdowns in the know, season. I asked you guys uh, when they came on. I mean, I, it's, this is, appears to be pretty two high-powered offenses against two very in, in two very good defenses. And I kind of it was like one of those, you know, immovable forces, you know, unmove, you know that whole saying. Uh, I got it right the first time when I tried to use it, but uh, unstoppable force versus immovable object. Right. Is it gonna is it gonna be like one of those type games? Because I, and how different are is that team from a year ago that you're playing in Thomasville? Because y'all handled them pretty well last year. Well, and I wasn't here last year, yeah. so um, I, I've watched a little bit of, of that film. Um, I, I've tried to really just focus on on what we're doing and what we're doing here this year. Coach Costa does a great job of trying to keep us um, focused on the the here and now, and and this week is what's most important, and so. Um, we've been preparing for for Thomasville. They're a really good team. Um, they, they've got several defensive linemen, number forty and number eight, that are that are really big. One of them six three two seventy. Um, they've got a really good cornerback, number twelve, that, that we'll be facing off against tonight. That'll be battling with some of those receivers you mentioned here a minute ago. Um, and so they, they've got some really good guys, especially on defense, because that's what I've been watching and paying the most attention to. Um, and that, that'll be a good challenge for us this evening. How much of an edge do you have playing at home tonight? I tell you, from an athletic director standpoint, it, it's a it's a lot more stressful um, trying to get everything set up and rolling. But man, there's there's nothing like playing here. So at, when at you Lamar say Harrison set up, Stadium. give us uh, kind of a glimpse of what you do to get set up. Uh, just making sure every, everything's in place. Um, there's there's a lot that goes into putting on an event like a, a football game, and especially um, down here in South Alabama, where it's it's so important um, to to a number of people. Um, getting gate workers in place, concessions. Um, security, you know, you, you name it, there's a lot that goes in, into it. Are you expecting a, a turnout from Thomasville? Uh, yes, I expect them to, to drive down 43 and, and come see us. Um, we've, we've had big crowds here in the past when we, we've played some of these games. And then I, I think just the, the fact of how big this game is um, in general in, in the city, I think that we'll have a good crowd just kind of turn out, maybe some that um, 
aren't affiliated with with either school. Now you you don't call the plays, do you? No, sir. That's no, sir. the offensive coordinator. Yes, sir. Justin Barnes. How do you work in tandem with him? Uh, we we work really well together. Um, I, I have some coordinating experience, um, and and so I, I think that um, you know being able to give some some ideas here and there um, and, and some thoughts and. Um, you know, ultimately he's got the decision, and I'm going to stand by what what he calls, and uh, he's been doing a pretty pretty good job of it thus far. As the athletic director, of course, you you over you overview all the uh, the sports. Your brother is what coaching soccer? Yes, sir. Is he doing okay? Are you uh, all right with him, it's or is, a, he, is his job in he's jeopardy? He's doing good. No, his job's not in jeopardy. Um, but he's. Um, but he, he doesn't need to know that. Right. Right. right yeah. Right. I, I don't know if he's listening to this <laughs> like one or not. Call, but like, if you call him in, is he? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, no, he's he's done a really good job. Uh, soccer's one of our newer programs too, and and so they um, they had a, a struggle of a season last year. But a lot of those guys were really young. We only graduated a couple of seniors, and so um, I think for him being able to bring back a, a large group of underclassmen that are um, eager to to help continue to get that program where it needs to be um, will, will be good for him. What about flag football? We have uh, discussed getting it started next year so uh, that may be the the next one to watch out for that that we'll get rolling uh next next season uh you know it's uh interesting and we mentioned it earlier we've we're kind of learned as teams have gotten flag football it's like really physical like they've had to like tone it down like because every it's so new to everybody in this area yeah i think that's the thing is it's new for everybody so everybody's kind of learning it together um and and figuring out exactly how it's going to work and um you know but it, I think for our young ladies that, that want another avenue um, to be able to, to further their education, there, there's several um, colleges that are starting. I know when, when I was at Faulkner, several NAI schools had, had started it up, um, especially in, in Florida, in that central Florida area. Um, and so it's, a, it's another avenue to, to offer our students um, to, to be able to continue their, their education and obviously have a good time uh, playing high school athletics while they're here. Peyton, really appreciate you coming by. Good luck tonight. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. And, of course, you'll be hosting a first-round playoff game no matter what happens yes, sir. tonight. So that's a good thing, too. That's right. That's right. All right. So when we come back, uh, we're going to be joined by the head coach here at Mobile Christian. Uh, it's our Dr. Christopher Mullenix High School game day. Uh, we are in Air Sports 1, and as we play, uh, as we take our second break, our, our last break here of the hour, take a listen to the Mobile Christian Band one last time before they head to class. Seven times a day Where the people laugh and children play Oh, I'm in love with Chick-fil-A All right, 747, here's your chance for your daily fried deliciousness compliments of WNSP. Lee Shervanian, what do you have for the fine folks here this morning? Josh Allen, the quarterback for Buffalo, rushed for his 43rd career touchdown. He is now tied for second all-time with Steve Young. For a uh, gift card from Chick-fil-A, give a call to Michael Bronner 
and tell him who is number one on the career mark for rushing touchdowns by a quarterback. Uh, we are here at Mobile Christian for our Dr. Christopher Mullenix High School game day. I want to thank uh, Presley Roofing. George Spurlock came by earlier today for, for coming aboard and supporting Mobile Christian Athletics. Uh, QB Country, David Morris, a uh, big fan of high school sports. Obviously, he's been with us all season long. We appreciate his commitment to uh, the community. And, of course, Mobile County Sheriff's Department, a reminder to support the businesses that support our kids. Ronnie Cottrell is the longtime coach here at Mobile Christian. His team is 9-0. They are number one in 3A. They are hosting Thomasville tonight. Thomasville is 7-0. The region championship is at stake. And right here now, in this Air Sports 1, the man, Ronnie Cottrell. The man? Come on now. The man, the coach, <laughs> the head coach. Well, thank you. We're Good glad morning. to have you. I want to thank you all so much for doing this. Mobile Christian is such a special place. You talk about it all the time. It's such a good environment for the games. Um, shout out to our volleyball team. I, I, I think y'all have already said that, but gosh, Jackie Haynes has just done such a great job. They're in cha state championship play now in Birmingham, so congratulate to them. You talk about a bunch of guys that can play, girls that can play. That is a great team. Uh, but but we've got a big game tonight, like you mentioned, and uh, I've told you since the beginning of this year, this is the best football team I've had since I've been at Mobile. You told me that despite a number of players leaving the program and yep. going elsewhere, and you never backed off from that. You told me I have a really good team despite. You know, you lost players to Spanish Ford, uh, one who went to Daphne to Citronelle. We don't have to name names. you got a running back who's had some success at Gulf Shores, and I think you said you have a – uh, a former Mobile Christian who's playing or uh, starting for Thompson High now. Yeah, but but you know I think it's just the the it's the way of the world right now, Lee. I think um, kids are moving. I mean, in all sports, so we're thankful for what we got. But here's here's what I think happened. For example, we lost one of our finest ever here to Spanish Fort, but it created an opportunity for. Uh, Kentonio Kelly, who is one of the top tacklers in the state now and has just done such a tremendous job filling that role. Um, I, I don't know. You have to play with who you got, right? And I think we're not the only school that lost players. I think if you look at rosters all over Mobile, there's kids that have moved schools. And I, I don't know if when I was playing or when maybe even when you were playing, Mark, yeah. if, if somebody would have left their last year – to go, but it's that's a commonplace thing now. R Ronnie, it, it's not uncommon for a coach to tell me that, you know, they expect a really good year, but push come to shove, adversity, injuries, transfers, to go 9-0, and 0, what, what gave you that thought prior to this year that you had yourself a team that's right now unbeatable? Well, I don't know if we're unbeatable, but to this I, point, I'll, tell to this you, point. I'll tell you exactly why. You know, you mentioned the adversity. I mean, last year uh, we had to forfeit games last year, but our team hung together and played and ended up making it to the semifinals, uh, lost to the team that won the championship. We've had a lot of things happen here. Our kids are very resilient here, and, and it goes back to what I started. This is such a good school. We've got great kids here, and, um, you know, all the sports. Baseball is phenomenal. Uh, volleyball is phenomenal. All of the programs we have are outstanding because we have good kids. But 
I don't know. It's, we're pretty good on defense. Uh, Charles Lawson and his staff has done a great job. They've only given up 42 points in nine games, which is unheard of. Um, but w I think what has made this team great is we play well. We've played well early. Not in a single game this year have we not come off the bench and played well. Um, I think we've uh, scored 158 points in the first quarter in nine games, and we've given up no touchdowns or field goals in the first quarter. So, I mean, we've just played well early. They're a very confident group. Our quarterback, Damian Gatson, excuse me, Damian Gatson has played very well for us. He's a commitment to South Alabama in baseball, but he has just done a great job leading this team. I mentioned Cantonio Kelly early, but, but what really has changed us, I think, is, you know, we have a bunch of linemen this year, and I, and I knew that's why we were going to have a good team. Uh, our D-line has played extremely well. Uh, Bob Snyder and uh, Brian McCraney, our D-line coaches, just they, they work those guys so hard. And you had Anthony Jackson in here early. He's just done a phenomenal job with their O-line. Uh, if you can win the battle up front, you have a chance. You have a chance in every game. Have you been tested in the fourth quarter at all this year? No, sir. We've, we've, um, we pretty much have won every game in the first half. Uh, I don't know that how many of those type games we'll have now that we're playing the, the undefeated Thomasville team or even if, you know, in the playoffs, because we're going to run into some good football teams. Have you ever in your high school coaching career gone this far with an undefeated team and then played another undefeated team? Can you think back to those days? Have you? No, sir, not. I mean, we won the state championship at Godby High School in Tallahassee, and we didn't play another undefeated team. But um, you were undefeated then? Well, no, actually, not that, not that year. But late in the year, it eliminates that. That's why it's such a special thing to be an undefeated team, somebody's going to run across somebody and get nicked up uh, in their record. But, uh, no, it's very rare, but, but we're just excited it's going to be here at Lamar Harrison So, Stadium. you know, as a coach, I mean, you can be concerned about a million different things. Does it does it concern you that you haven't had that, yes. that challenge of, of being in kind of a dogfight at the end of, of a game? Yes, because, I mean, we did – Last week against Flomington, we were able to do two-minute O at the end of the first half. Sure. But like like you say, there's so many situations our guys have not seen. So, yes, it does worry me. But uh, hopefully when the time comes, our seniors who have done a great job leading will step up and do that. You know, it's, it's funny. It's not a real popular take here. I, I talk about this all the time. Everybody wants to go undefeated. It's yeah. great. It's an unbelievable accomplishment. You'll remember it for the rest of your life. These kids will remember this for the rest of their lives. But there's always part of me, I don't know if it's that sports psychology, like it's it's not a bad thing no. to lose one because it kind of resets, it reboots everybody, right? You're, it, you're, you're mortal. Like you can lose. you you got to know that in the back of your head. Like you want your guys to be confident. But you don't want them to be overconfident, and you want them to be a little. You want that a little bit of that fear, you know. Of, oh, we can lose this. You know what I mean? So it's. I know it's a. It's a really delicate balancing act because you want to win, you hate to lose, and it, you're getting to the point where you can't lose anyway. So it's not an option. But yeah, you, you go home if yeah. you lose. But that is an excellent point. We talk a lot about practice, 
sometimes a game can be practice. In fact, in 2019, another outstanding football team we had here, we started three and four, Mark. And when we lost to Flomaton, a team we should have beaten at Flomaton, it changed our season for the whole year. I mean, our, our mindsets, everything was different. But we have to play the cards that we've been dealt. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're playing. I heard you say earlier, they have an outstanding football team. They're very well coached. And uh, their offensive football team has scored a lot of points. But I think one of the secrets that they have done, they've done a great job with their kicking game. And Stephen Walker, who was on here early, just is an outstanding uh, special teams coach. And, and we get a lot of extra with that, with field position and different things. But um, I think that's the scary thing for me tonight. They've got a great special team. Are you an analytic coach? And, and I've become more aware of this because so many coaches these days, college pros, are going for fourth and whatever. And then yesterday, they, the, the broadcasters, as this game I was watching, were saying, I think it was the Virginia Tech game, they said Virginia Tech is going to go for the points, and they applauded him, go for the points. I think they had like fourth and six, and they buy the book now, analytics says fourth and six, go for the uh, fourth down play and get the first down. What, do you fall into that category? Well, we're, we're not afraid. Uh, Justin Barnes, who is our OC, has just done a phenomenal job, too. Peyton Wiseman, who was an offensive coordinator at Faulkner, has brought some of the analytical stuff to us, but still, you know, you, you've got to give the, your team a chance to be successful, but sometimes it's just a gut feeling too. I mean, we went far on fourth down. We faked a punt from our five-yard line against UMS several years ago, and it probably won the game for us. Um, I mean, we from had your own five. And you yeah. take the so your guys but, in the end zone punting? Yeah. When we, but we snapped it. But we snapped it to Deontay Lawson. Yeah, sure. Okay. And he ran 65 yards, got a first down, and we ended up winning the game. Sometimes, you know, you're, that's probably not following analytics, right? No, now. I can almost, I don't know enough about analytics, coach, <laughs> but I guarantee you that ain't, in, that ain't anywhere. There's no page in the analytic book for that one. <laughs> but what was it like fourth and what? <laughs> it was fourth and about four. It was, uh, it was a pretty safe bet for us because we knew what exactly was going to happen. We'd practice it for quite a while. But, but no, we, we are not afraid to go for it on fourth and short yardage. Last week, uh, excuse me, uh, against uh, Cottage Hill, we had a fourth and three uh, at our 35-yard line, and the book said to go for it, and we we sent our short yardage unit in there, and Jordan Willard ran 65 yards for a touchdown. Do you take a snap under center that close, or are you still the shotgun? No, it was the gun there. Uh, we do we do have uh, you know a quarterback sneak in some offense that's under center for short yardage. All right, uh, we're going to take a break here. I uh, want to let you know, congratulations to uh, Michael. He got the answer to your question. Way to go, Michael. Cam Newton. Cam, Cam Newton. Newton has, he's, he's, I think, 75 career rushing touchdowns. I would have thought it would have been Lamar Jackson, but I was wrong. I was thinking about Michael Vick, too, but it's Cam Newton. All right, so coming up, uh, hour number three, you're going to hang with us for, co for a while, Coach. Uh, we'll do our Mill Lake Golf Report. we got to get you the picks for Pickskins, Pick'em's Contest, guys. 
I, I mean, I don't. I mean, do I have to be the bad cop here? We are not performing to our standards here on the opening kickoff. We need to get somebody up there at six and one or better. And it, we're just sub 500 the last couple of uh, weeks. We've got to change that. We'll do that in hour number three. And then, of course, we'll give our takes on this week's games. Continue your comments in the app at WNSP.com. It's our Dr. Christopher Monix High School Game Day from Mobile Christian right here on the sports station WNSP. This is the opening kickoff on the country's first FM all sports radio station, 105.5 FM, WNSP, and on the Sound of Mobile app. The latest sports, news, traffic, weather, and timely guests with Mark Heim, Lee Shervanian, and Michael Brauner. The opening kickoff. 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 Here are Mark, Lee, and Michael. 8.05, here we are, hour number three on a Friday. It's the Dr. Christopher Monarchs High School Game Day. Mark and Lee in Air Sports 1, and we even brought Matt McCoy with us. We're here on the campus of Mobile Christian. And you'll be hearing from him when we get into our college picks because oh, he, he's, I mean, great. he's the expert. He's the guy we go to when we have uh, decisions to make about which team to pick. I do want to thank a number of our sponsors, of course, the good people at Mobile Christian School. We've been talking to them all morning long. They have a key game tonight against Thomasville. They're both undefeated. We got the Brandon uh, and and Kenneth uh, Red Pest Solutions. We got Dirt Incorporated. We also, thanks to Gene Cottrell, have the pharmacies. There's a bunch of them, uh, Ronnie. You're familiar with them, Dawes. That's right. Got COVID shots a couple about a year ago. But there's a whole bunch of these pharmacies like uh, Three Notch and uh, Grand Bay and so forth. Well, Three Notch is not far from here. James, the pharmacist here, man, he's just awesome. Uh, Bayou Pharmacy, as you mentioned, in uh, the Bayou La Battery. Uh, Grand Bay Pharmacy is in Grand Bay. One of the largest pharmacies is Sims, and, man, it's a great place, too. And your family's been associated with, with pharmacies from back when, right? I my, mean, br- it- my brother is our pharmacist, Danny, and what a great man he is. Uh, but he's he's been very successful having multiple pharmacies, and we've been very successful here in town. I think... Um, they're very civic-minded, and we appreciate what they do for our school. All right, before we get into football, I believe we have, I hope we have John Ricchetti on to uh, talk some golf with us, uh, see what's going on in the links these days with the Miller Lite Golf Report. Johnny, good morning. Maybe we don't. Nope, uh, we are still efforting, efforting? They All right, say, very good. The, uh... All right, uh, among the headlines, we talked about uh, the NFL game yesterday won by the Bills. But there's another investigation now. Another investigatory body has been brought into Michigan, the FBI. They're investigating a fired coach having to do with uh, a, a computer uh, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Matt Weiss was the offensive coordinator for Michigan last year. He's being investigated. You already know the NCAA is involved. Uh, you know, the Big Ten's looking into the sign stealing running. Who knows better about what goes on with sign stealing? You've been in football forever, college, high school. A comment or two about this investigation. Not so much the details of their investigation, but what you know about sign stealing. Do you worry about it even here tonight? Well, I don't know about sign stealing, but 
I do know that back at Alabama, you were, we called it skunking your opponent, and uh, we've been we got skunked a couple of times. They might send somebody to wa- figure out a way to watch practice or something like that. I, I, the sign the sign stealing stuff. I mean, that's been that's been going on forever. Uh, but what I wonder, and I was going to ask you and Mark this, I don't know how many times it's probably happened that some young student assistant, some student manager, some JV uh, coach on a staff or somebody that might have gone trying to make a name for themselves, gone and tried to watch practice or do different stuff. But this sounds like a very organized situation. And uh, so the rules are the rules, right, Lee? I mean, you got to abide by them. Uh, back when I was the head coach at W.S. Neal one year, there was a coach that watched my whole practice. And the only reason I know he did it because he was parked in the bus parking lot and they locked him in. So he had to come and get somebody to let him out. So that's how I found out he was in there, which is just totally the wrong thing. I mean, it's the wrong thing to do. Now, in, in high school. Now, we beat them 51 to nothing. So a lot way. of good it did, right? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying it motivated our, our guys, you know. Do you, do you ever get the feeling in any games, not necessarily this year, but any year that the other team knew your plays beforehand? Yeah, but there's different ways to do that. I mean. Uh, one year or several years ago, one of the coaches that left here, uh, his playbook got to, to a team that we were playing. I don't think he gave it to him. I don't know how they got it. but So they knew, all, they knew all of our calls at the line. But what do you do if you're, if you're no huddle? Did you, you know can, that before the game, though? No, but we figured it out. We, we found out afterwards what happened because usually coaches brag about what they do. But all we did was huddle up then and just called our plays that way. We ran the plays in like y'all talked about earlier and did what they're talking about. You want to take a timeout? Yes. All right, let's get a golf update from John Ricchetti. Miller Lake Golf Report here is Mr. Ricchetti right now. Good morning, Johnny. Good morning, guys. Uh, tell, tell Coach there good luck in his game tonight. Uh, Lee, there's not, you know, the, the world of golf kind of a little quiet at the moment. Uh, I know uh, PJ Tour is not in action this week. They're playing and. uh I know the DP World Tour has only got a few events left. They're playing uh, in the Far East and at, uh, the Qatar Masters. And Thomas Aiken is your leader there at 10 under par on the DP World Tour. Also, a little few notes. Annika Sorensen has been uh, uh, just got granted a membership to Augusta National. So congratulations to Annika Sorensen, the longtime major champion who's retired from the game of golf, was an ambassador for women's golf. She is now a member at Augusta National. That news came out earlier this this week. Also, on a local note, guys, the Steelwood Intercollegiate Championship going on this weekend, tomorrow with 36 holes, and Sunday at Steelwood Golf Club in Loxley. Encourage everybody to go out there to public to watch players of the future. The University of Alabama top 15 team in the country will be in the field there. Also, and a uh, bunch of highly recruited teams in the field. So it'll be a really strong field, great golf on a great golf course. So if you got nothing to do, I encourage folks to get out to Steelwood this weekend. Plus, if you've never seen the golf course, it's just gone under a complete renovation. has been opened this year. So other than that, uh, 
it's been pretty quiet in the world of golf, and uh, we wish everybody, all the high school football players, good luck tonight in their games. Thank you, Johnny. We'll check in with you Monday. Ronnie, uh, another question I had. What's legal in high school football and what's illegal when it comes to sign stealing? I mean, uh, can somebody – games are televised now, so you can get stuff from that. That's legal. All right, you... well, let's start with video first. The only video, the only video that can be used is film that you trade with opponents that you get. You cannot, like – you can't go to another person's game and video them playing. Okay, if you do, that's unethical and illegal. Uh, I think they sometimes you can take a picture of a formation or something, but I don't. I think that's the extent of that. But some high school coaches will film the play, the coach signaling the plays. Okay, they'll and you can't do that. You're not supposed to do that. Um, but, Lee, most high school football games, if you watch them, the, the coach on the sideline, you can see him signaling play. So, that I mean, it's perfectly legal for you to watch him do that and try to figure out what the play is. Yeah, so I, I think this this conversation today and, and most of the week has kind of deviated from what the main point is, which is yeah. what you're talking about is perfectly legal. Sign, sign stealing is legal. What we're talking about is this idiot in Michigan yes. having this well – oiled machine although it wasn't that well oiled because it was just blatantly just doing it going out there and recording things he wasn't supposed to record and and, and doing it the wrong times at right? the games at the games and like like he was paying people and he's doing it on venmo and very publicly and uh it just it, it got completely out of hand truth of the matter is if we're going to be on like i have no doubt it goes on everywhere at every level it's not hard to do it and get away with it, which goes to show you how absolutely ridiculous this guy Connor Stallions was. It just, just like I could, anybody could go to any any Friday night stadium, take some video and with a phone and and walk away. But he promoted it. He was out there texting college students at other P, uh, Power Five universities and bragging about it. The guy was, I mean, he's got a manifesto. For goodness sakes, a 600-page document about how he's going to make Michigan great again. Like, somebody put this dude in the funny form. This guy is off his rocker. And the fact that Michigan didn't, like, acknowledge or recognize the fact that this guy is a little off uh, probably speaks more to their issues than this kid's issues. But he was clearly in Harbaugh's ear during games. So for Jim Harbaugh to sit there and say, I don't know anything about that, man's just flat-out lying. You know what's amazing, though? Michigan has a wonderful football team. I mean, amazing football team. They've probably got more guys that are playing in the NFL than any other team out there, and they're dealing with this. It's it's just tragic, really. If you knew, let's say, in the course of a game that maybe the signs were being picked up, can't you just change, instead of having the sideline stuff, just send a player in like they used to do back when? I mean, back when you were coaching yes. Florida State, just send a hey, whisper and said, call this Huddle and do that, can't you counter yeah, that, all that? That's what you that's what you would do if you get in a game and you find out somebody has stolen signals. You just huddle up and you know if you're a tempo team, uh, you, and like you said, you run the plays in. That's what you would do. And, and it, I think I don't. I'm not going to say it's silly, but it's, it's striking to me when on the sideline you, you these guys hold up these cardboards, four different pictures or something like that. Like and and maybe none of it has anything to do with the play. But it just seems like it's gotten so complicated that they got in the extra lanes. 
and it just seems so simple to me. Just send somebody in with a play. All right, so uh, here's what we're going to do. Let me tell you all what the games are. When we come back, one of you guys is going to represent the opening kickoff, get us a little Chick-fil-A for, for being the winning uh, show. You guys are going to go to the SEC championship game. All you got to do is pick seven games straight up and have the best record when we're all done. It doesn't sound too difficult, but you guys have made it quite difficult for us. Last week we went three and four. Not good. Here are the games. Oregon at Utah, Tennessee at Kentucky, Duke at Louisville, Mississippi State at Auburn, New Orleans at Indianapolis, Atlanta at Tennessee, and Cincinnati at San Francisco. Do your homework. Be the first one to call Bronner when we come back and make us proud. It's the Dr. Christopher Mullinex High School Game Day. Stay with us. This is Andrew Zhao, Alabama former quarterback. You're listening to WNSD 105.5. Eight twenty-four. Welcome back in the Dr. Christopher Monix High School Game Day. Mark Heim, Lee Shervanian, Air Sports One. We're on the campus of Mobile Christian. I want to thank some folks make this week possible every week throughout the football season. Uh, Green and Phillips Law Firm certainly appreciate David and everything he does for the station. Ward International, uh, Allstate agent Kenneth Morgan, man, he's always uh, popping in and saying hi. We appreciate Ken and all that he does for high school sports and, of course, Coastal Alabama Community College. Again, thank you to those businesses and a reminder to please support those that, that support what we do here for the community. All right, here's your chance, ladies and gentlemen. Be the first one to get Bronner on the phone, and you will have a chance to represent the opening kickoff in our Pigskin Pete Pick'ems contest. That's right. We have seven games, all straight up. By the way, I know I've been hard on you guys. I have been, and rightfully so. This is a big deal. But I do want to remind you that you're not the only ones. You know, it's kind of like when your kid comes home and they're like, oh, I failed the test. And you want to get mad at them, but then the next question is, is well, how many else did it, did everybody do bad? Everybody else did bad last week. All right, we were combined nine and twelve. Uh, it's two straight weeks that our guys have been below five hundred. So I blame Pigskin. He's he's picking games that are way too hard. But we were three and four last week. We got to be better. I know evening is two and five, and they're the evening, so we expect that from them. But we have a higher standard. We have a process here on the opening kickoff. And you know Preach what? It. Preach it. Preach it, Mark. Preach it, Mark. I think it's time to throw the bats in the showers, baby. First half Alabama, first half opening kickoff picks, done. We're past halftime. It's right. second half time. Zero, zero to zero right now, starting out fresh. All right, so our second half representative, Gabriel, joins us here, right here on the uh, sports station. Gabriel, you doing all right, sir? Yes, sir. How are y'all this morning? We're great. Are you prepared to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders this weekend? I'd like to say yes, but I will give it my best shot. How about that? <laughs> I mean, it, we'll look, take that. It, we'll it, take the effort. At this point, that's all I can ask for. The effort for. and the attitude. We'll all right, take it. Here Gabriel. we go. Here we go. Straight up. Oregon at Utah. Let's make you a profit, sir. Let's, let's go ahead. Let's take Oregon. Bo Nix is playing great football right now. Ooh, I already like the energy here because he's given us a good reason. Okay, Tennessee at Kentucky. 
you know, Kentucky started out strong, but I, I, I just feel like Tennessee is better at every position on the field. So let's go Tennessee. All right, we got Duke at Louisville. Oh man, Duke again, another team that started out strong, but I just I'm still going to stick with Duke on this one. Duke, okay. I like their defense. Mississippi State at Auburn. Man, I, I, I'm an Auburn Tiger, but, I, you know, we don't have a quarterback. I still, I, I'm going to stick with my Tigers. Let's go, Auburn. Okay. Um, all right, in the NFL, we have New Orleans at Indianapolis. New Orleans, Saints, baby. All right. Uh, Atlanta at Tennessee. Oh, man. Uh, my dad was a big-time Georgia fan. Growing up, I, I was an Atlanta fan, so let's 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 go with Atlanta. All right, and last but not least, we have Cincinnati at San Francisco. Uh, Cincinnati. All right, so and I, got I don't have a four. reason for that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Oregon, Tennessee, Duke, Auburn, New Orleans, the Falcons, and Cincinnati. Gabriel, um, we wish you well. Sleep well, sir. And uh, we look forward to you. Uh, to you carrying the banner for the opening kickoff. Stay on the line. Make sure uh, awesome. Michael's got all your information, man. Good luck. All right. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. We were uh, yesterday had this conversation in some of the games we were talking about, thinking about when he said, you know, Auburn's quarterbacking and the transfer. How many quarterbacks out there transfer in their first year have actually set the world on fire? You'd be hard-pressed. Now, Hartman's done okay. He mentioned Kentucky. Now, they they supposedly got the best quarterback in the transfer portal, but he has not really had that great a year. So there's no guarantees, as we've said. Obviously, the Notre Dame quarterback to Alabama doesn't even play. So there are very few quarterbacks, and it was brought to my attention. What about Michael Penix? Well, he's in his second year at Washington. He's not in his first, so not many of them have really panned out that well this year, Mark. All right, when we come back, uh, I guess we're going to do some picks. Uh, you guys uh, can tell us where we're wrong, of course. Ooh, Matt McCoy's even got his notebook out. I think That's he's just, he's, this is what we call scramming, uh, scramming, cramming for a test. He just found out that he was going to do these picks. Stay with us right here on the Sports Station WNSP. And I'm thinking we're going to have to revoke Michael Bronner's privileges on the uh, on the playlist here. Just saying. I don't think that's what I listed down there, but that's okay. He's he has the last word, and we're far removed from where he is in the studio. But Michael uh, will be joining me later today out at uh, Dean Waite uh, Associates. Uh, we got that uh, Friday football preview. And uh, I, th I was about ready to let him come on the air, but with that song, do you think I should revoke his uh, privileges, or what do you think? Um, uh, it's up to you. What do you think? Oh, no, don't put this on me, yeah, mister. Uh, anyway, Michael, I am looking forward to seeing you out there, and you will have a big say in the show, the show, this afternoon. All right, uh, many thanks to sponsors like the Orthopedic Group. LNS Air Conditioning to Mr. Larry Skoda. Thank you so much. The Richardson family and Rich's Car Wash. We already talked to Stephen Walker, who's uh, uh, 
with the uh, our Rich's Car Wash family. Also, Greer's Marketing Cash Saver. They're our title sponsor for high school football. We got two games tonight on the Crab. Theodore, Sarah Land. Do I need to say anything else? Sarah Land undefeated. I still think leading the state in scoring. Uh, they're looking for an undefeated season. And uh, on WNSP, the Greer's Market Cash Saver Game of the Week, Baldwin County and St. Paul's. Also, a big thank you to Mobile Christian School. All right. Uh, we're going to do some picks yes, here? Yes, we are. And we have the maestro. Uh, <laughs> the maestro of picks. I, I don't know he, about all that. His I'm, career. I'm just filling in because Ronnie Cottrell, a bigger name, walked in. And he was like, oh, you're on your own, McCoy. And well, then he just left. A college recruiter just yeah, happened to yeah, come through the yep, gates. Yep. And Ronnie left us. Yep. For a college recruiter. Uh, so now, all where the, do we stand? I know, seriously, like a bigger name on the other line, right. gotta go. I see, I see where we rank. That's I see right. Where we rank, and, and I, we can't even say who it was. That's the hard part. We can't even say. You guys want to guess? I, I'll give you a hint. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Here's a good one. He's probably going to stay in town because his son is an assistant coach at South Alabama. Oh, look at that! Why don't you just tell him who it, it is? Almost gives it away. All right, you ready to go some games now? I did watch <sighs> Zoolander last night and work on my blue steel, though. Uh, somebody you, said they in the app said they wanted Sean Connery. I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't know if that's the majority <laughs> or the silent minority. I, I could try. I could try. I mean, we had for those of you who don't know on our, our one of our uh, little brother stations, ninety two Zoo, last night. We had a big giveaway. We gave away concert tickets for an entire year for twenty twenty four. It was packed out downtown. I was the DJ and the MC and uh, little. Feeling a little, little rough, uh, and I blame Jameson. So uh, I'm just, I don't know. We'll try Sean Connery. I'll, 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 I'll do, my, I'll do my best. All right. Well, why don't we start out with best. South Carolina, Texas A&M. The Gamecocks aren't doing so good. I thought they'd have a better year. They're only two and five, taking on an Aggie team that's not setting the world on fire. They're four and three, and the Aggies are a 14-point pick. I'll throw it to you, but I don't know who I'm throwing it to. Well, you can throw it to Sean Connery, because if we're going to talk about the Gamecocks, I'd be the one to talk about them. I'm not sure what that means, but I don't either. (laughs) The team, of course. That's what I mean, the team. Uh, What are you saying, Haim? Anyway, I would say that the Aggies cover the spread on this one. I uh, am normally apt to pick the team with such a name, but... In this particular case, I think the Aggies are too much for them. What's the, what's the line, Lee? Fourteen. Uh, I don't. I think Texas A&M wins this game. I, I don't. I think it's going to be closer than that. Not by much, though. Texas A&M. They just need to run the ball. They've been able to throw the ball all year for the most part. But with it's it, it sounds cliche, but. They're 4-0 when they run for more than 100 yards, and they haven't won a game when they don't. It's really that simple. If they can run the ball, and I think they will, I think Texas A&M wins. Yeah, and what what's puzzling me, you've got to feel A&M's going to break out one of these days. And South Carolina, I thought, was going to be a lot better this year with Ratliff at quarterback, Rattler at quarterback, I should say. Things haven't worked out. A&M leads this series 8-1. to I'm going to say they will uh, cover the 14. I will go on the limb on that. I blame Goldfinger. It's all his fault. Well, it's Goldfinger. It's nice to point He's a finger a at somebody. Yeah, that is, it is absolutely. Mississippi. Midas touch. <laughs> Sorry. Don't get him. We have time. Yeah. Uh, Mississippi State at Auburn. Auburn is a six-and-a-half-point pick to you. Man, I, you know, I, I got to tell you, I, I was so excited about Auburn, and, you know, they got a coach who wanted to go there, kind of fought to go there. And, of course, you know he's going to have to rebuild a little bit. And, 
you know, I would love to go home state on this one, but I just, I think Mississippi State. Uh, how, what are they favored by? Uh, Auburn's favored by six and a half. Oh, Auburn's yeah, favored by six and a half. Yeah, I was surprised at that, too. Man. Uh, I, okay, I say Mississippi State wins, but I don't think they're going to cover. I think it's going to be a lot closer. Three-point game. Uh, I saw a crazy stat, which is hilarious, specifically for this week. So you'll, you'll get a kick out of this one, Lee. Mississippi State is 0-3 when allowing teams to complete 74% of their passes. <laughs> <laughs> what? How are they with teams oh under 50%? How are they with teams that complete less than 50%? They are 4-0 when teams complete less than uh, 74%. Do I put a whole lot of stock in that stat? No, not really. Just because I just, it just, I thought that was hilarious That's considering how struggled, <laughs> how much Auburn has struggled. I'm, you know what? I'm feeling good about the Tigers this week. Really? I think okay. they win. I think it's a. I don't think it's a more than six. I think it's a, you know, seventeen, thirteen kind right. of yeah, game. Yeah, I'm thinking of a three-point game. Twenty-one. Yeah. You know, fourteen or seventeen. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's a twenty-three seventeen game. I like Auburn to win. I'm taking the points in Mississippi State. I think Auburn can win. I'm not going to guarantee it, but I think because they don't score a lot of points that if uh, the six and a half, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, who, what voice did you do? It was just me. It's oh, just, it was just me Matt, from this point on. That they'll be I had a request than, for Sean Connery. I'm done. Yeah, they'll do uh, maybe <laughs> a few. What was the over? It was 40. Was the over under? Let's go with that. What was the over under on this one? 40, 41? Uh, I think you said something like that. No, it was uh, you said 30, 40. It, it, it was 34 and it dropped to 31 and a half. Oh, I could have sworn you said 40. Or, I don't know. Maybe we were talking about two different things. That was like two hours yeah, ago. Yeah, this yeah. is Mississippi State and Auburn, the over under. Whatever, I'm taking the under no matter what. Okay. All right. The over-under is 4.5. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> we get here really out. early. For those of you are listening, out. we get here really early. And so, and two hours ago, could be like two days ago. We're the, gate our time. We're the yeah. gatekeepers. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Which is I'll... true. Even though we couldn't get, I couldn't get in the gate. It all worked. All right. <laughs> While he's looking that up. look it up. Georgia, Florida, that's the CBS game. Now, here's what I had some interest in this. A lot of your co- some of your colleagues on AL.com picked Florida to win this game. Okay. I don't know if it was just a joke or what. George is a 14-and-a-half-point pick. Matt? I, I'm trying to think of what George is going to look like without tight end Brock Bowers. That's my big thing with this game. I mean, um, the question, the, the Bulldogs had the bye week, right? Florida's 5-2, and two, but most people remember most for the losses at uh, Utah and Kentucky. Um, Bulldogs have won the last two meetings by an average of 24.5 points. So I'm going to say Georgia wins 36-18, and I'm going to say they cover the spread. Yeah, I like Georgia here. It's um, What's interesting about Florida, though, is it's it, it's it's apples to oranges here, but they all it's, it's a lot like Alabama. They always find, like, one thing that seems to work, but they can't put it all together right. in one game. So it'll be like they stop the run against Kentucky – or they couldn't stop throwing against Kentucky, but they were shutting down the passing game. And then, you know, they struggled against South Carolina and Vanderbilt when when they were throwing the ball. But the run defense—it's just—it's just a weird dynamic. I think Georgia. I think Carson Beck's been sharp even without Bowers. Uh, the defense has been good enough to win. I think Georgia takes care of business and they cover. Yeah. I, Florida is not very good on the road. I think that's been well established. So I like Georgia and I like the fourteen and a half. 
All right, Tennessee travels to Kentucky. The Vols, Matt, are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Mm. You know, they had two duds on the road in SEC play, Florida and Bama. Of course, I was very ha happy and thankful because I made a bet with our morning guy, and he had to stand on the corner of Hallett and Dolphin Street in a class vintage, by the way, Namath jersey. Yeah. Holding the sign. I'm telling you, it would have been better for that purpose. I mean, seeing a guy dressed in an Alabama jersey holding the sign on the corner of Dolphin and Don't Go Out There Street, right. that's just Monday. <laughs> if it would have been true. you out there in a Tennessee jersey, yeah. I think it would have stopped traffic uh, well, a little bit. We're, but whatever. We're going to opposing teams' cheerleader outfit. So, uh, oh. you know, that's that's well, what we're that's doing disturbing. next year. I think Tennessee's going to win this one. Uh, I'm going to say like uh, 30 to 23 and covers the spread. This might be my upset of the day or upset of the weekend. Really? I kind of like Kentucky here. Um, if they kind of play that mistake-free deal like they did against Missouri, Georgia's the only team to run for more than uh, like four yards a, a pop on that Kentucky defense. Tennessee can can run it. We've talked about it leading up to that Alabama game. Um, I think Tennessee will probably get over 100 yards rushing, but they're going to have to work for it. I'm going Kentucky in a slight upset. Whoa. I'm taking Tennessee, <laughs> and I'm taking the three-and-a-half points. I love Mark gives this analysis. He's like, nope, Tennessee, three-and-a-half points. All right, Vanderbilt, done. Vandy, good old Vandy at Ole Miss. Ole Miss is a 24-and-a-half point favorite. God, yeah, Vandy. You know, isn't it every year you root for them and you want them to, to, to just somehow magically find the way to not be Vandy? <laughs> um God, what was, the, what was the spread on that one? Again, 20, 24 and a half. And a half oh, yeah. man. Um, Commodores are 1 and 7 uh, this season. <laughs> 2 and 6. Uh, Not that it matters. Uh, the ATS. The ATS. Um, All right. The defeat margin, 18.8 points per game. Uh, Ole Miss. What's say, amazing about this is Matt is clearly just, he's racking his brain and he's just pulling his numbers right off the top of whatever. his head. Whatever. Bronner needs to text faster is what needs to happen here. <laughs> the, my signal is not very good and Bronner is trying to hold me up as best as he can. So uh, according to Bronner, I mean myself, Ole Miss wins 41-17 but does not cover the spread. Um, I kind of like that score. I was thinking more like 41-20-ish or so. I, I, think, uh, I think Vanderbilt come out be pretty aggressive. I think ultimately Ole Miss is just going to be better at most positions. It'll be a, a workman-like day for Ole Miss, but they get this done. It won't be real flashy. It won't be real exciting, but um, they'll be keeping an eye on that SEC, those other SEC West scores, hoping somebody's going to slip up. So you took the points, too? Uh, no, they don't. The Ole Miss will win, but they will not cover that 24.5. Right, I, I like, like, 20. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you on that. I 24.5 this late in the season is quite a lot. Uh, so I'm going to take Vandy in the points. All right, closer to home, Jags. They've outscored the opposition, what, 110 to 10, I think, the last two games. And that was just against, you know, <laughs> Southern Miss. They are a 10-and-a-half-point pick against Lafayette, Louisiana. Yeah, I, 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 think, Louisiana. I think South is, is definitely on a roll. I think uh, Coach has them fired up and ready to go. Um, ran into uh, one of the assistant coaches the other day, and we were just talking about this the fire and the passion the team has and like i said i think they're i think they're on it right now and i, I think that uh, i think they're going to win and i think they'll uh, they'll cover too uh the only thing that concerns me and and, I, and this is not a shot at south it's just really the level of competition they've played the last couple of weeks this right. has been a very up and down season for south alabama and we're coming off a very high so naturally 
Um, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop here. Uh, they have not been consistent this year. But they're at home. I'm going to go with the Jags here. I'm going to uh, go with the yeah, Jags. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that that high continues and, and, and Kane obviously showed a little little fight, little dog in oh, him with, yeah. the, with the there whole billboard oh, yeah. stuff. Oh, and yeah. I think people are feeding off that. I think the, I think the crowds, I think the, the community is getting excited and kind of getting behind this team a little bit. Um, and I think Louisiana is probably a little susceptible on defense, which I think uh, will play right into Carter Bradley's hands. So I'm, 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 I'm going to take the Jags here with the points. I'm going with South Alabama to continue, and they're going to beat Louisiana by more than 10.5 points. All right, the only game na nationwide which I think has a real bearing on the college football playoff poll that comes out next week is Oregon and Utah. And Oregon, led by Bo Nix, Matt is a six-and-a-half point pick over Utah. By the way, did you, there was a story yesterday, Urban Meyer, and I'm not surprised at this, says that Kyle Willingham, the coach of Utah, is the best football coach in America in college. Wow. Yeah. Really? Now, remember, he, Meyer coached at Utah at one point. I'm assuming, I'm trying to remember, I think Willingham was on his staff. Anyway, who do you like in this one? Um, I think uh, this, is, this is one of those rare occasions where uh, the Utes are a home underdog, you know? Um, Defense did allow 6.3 yards per carry against USC last week. If the Ducks can establish the running, running game around Bo Nix, right, I think they are going to escape in a bit of a uh, Pac-12 thriller. Uh, Oregon wins 29-26, but they're not covering the spread. Uh, I like uh, – I'm a big believer in that Oregon offense. I I'm, I'm a big fan of Bo Nix. I, I, I think Dan Lanning, he's got a lot of fire. I love that culture over there. I'm, I'm going Oregon Ducks here. I'm taking Utah and the points, figuring Ooh. that if Oregon wins, it'll be less than six and a half. I got to tell you, having visited that Utah stadium, uh, it is really, really neat, you know, with the mountains in the background. But you got to give Utah a lot of credit. You know, they came from behind last week right, to beat right, Southern Cal right. without their starting quarterback, who's been out the whole year and is not coming back. Rising is not coming back. They've been going basically with a freshman, and they're still winning. That's not okay. easy to do. Not easy to do. All right. Uh, one final segment. We'll do uh, closing ceremonies here. We'll thank all the fine folks here at Mobile Christian. Let you know where we're going on Monday. Set the table for the rest of the weekend as well. Got a busy Friday for you, another high school football weekend here. Of course, if you want to jump in and berate us or have a comment, question, or criticism. Bronner, thanks for the notes. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and Lee's not done. He's just getting started today. We'll tell you all about it next right here. It's the Dr. Chris Romanix High School Game Day right here from Mobile Christian. You're listening to Sports Radio 105.5 FM WNSP. Hi, this is Philip Rivers, football coach at St. Michael Catholic. You're listening to WNSP Sports Radio. All right, 851, one final segment of the week. I want to thank all the fine folks here at Mobile Christian uh, for having us out. It's always a lot of fun to get out in the community. I want to thank once again George Spurlock and the fine folks over at Presley Roofing for coming aboard and supporting Mobile Christian Athletics. Thanks for all that you do in the community. David Morris, QB country man. Uh, he loves him some high school football. He has been with us all season long, and we, for that we uh, we thank you, sir. And, of course, the Mobile County Sheriff's Department. Uh, and a reminder for uh, to, for all the, the businesses in, uh, that support uh, our ventures out, man, support those that support our kids. Um, 
it's uh, it's always a big deal for us, and we we love coming out here uh, to Mobile Christian. Uh, Lee Trevanian, though, as much as he loves being out here, he just can't get enough, man. He's 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 staying out. Yeah, I am, and I don't have a very far trip to go. I'll be over at Airport Boulevard for Dean Wade Associates. I'm hoping Dean will have time to join us during our Friday football preview. We not only preview college football, we take a look at the high school football coming up this evening. So, and I think Michael will be there with me. So uh, tune in between noon and one. We'll go over the games, and then we go out to Vegas for Bruce Marshall and his picks. So it's so you're out with Dean Wade, and then you fly to Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, on the company like, plane. Man, I'm gonna I, tell you what. On the company plane. God, I don't even. I can't even believe that thing is still running after all these years. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's a single wing. It's single, single, single wing. Yeah. Single wing. Well, you know, it's you like know, the Davidson offense. Yeah, single yeah, wing. Single wing, man. Yep. Yeah, yep. And it's pretty cool. You don't see too many Stearman planes out like that anymore but we got one yeah and then mark and i'll be at uh, wing fingers hope to see you there so i don't have to take the equipment back i'll be i'll be there at the end to get a biscuit and get the equipment put your your name in the registration box that's your nickname isn't it biscuit it pretty much is (laughs) see see biscuit (laughs) see biscuit see the biscuit eat biscuit that's the way it goes (laughs) uh register between now and next wednesday for lsu alabama tickets if you want to go see the crimson tide all right, uh, so we got a lot to get to on Monday. By the way, speaking of uh, next week, not only are we at Wing Fingers on Monday, but we're doing another double doozy on the Dr. Chris Ramonix High School game days, man. So we'll be on the road Monday, Thursday, and Friday. Uh, so uh, if you're ever in the area, we come on by and see us, man. That's the, that's the best part about being out on location is meeting some of you guys that are always listening and kind of putting a – a name or a face to the uh, or name to the face and vice versa. It's uh it's always a lot of fun to meet you guys. So come on out and uh, and say hi, man. We're come have some breakfast at Wing Fingers on Monday. Come by one of the high schools. We're going to be at um, Theodore. I know on Friday, right? Right. And, and Davidson, and Davidson Thursday. on Thursday. Okay. So come on by and see us, man. It's it's always a lot of fun. Uh, other things that are going on the fair. Great. Yeah. I'll say fair opens up today. It does. As a matter of fact, four o'clock doors open. And yep. then uh, the World Series for baseball fans tonight, Game 1, Arizona at Texas. I believe, and, and I may be, I think I'm correct on this, I think the University of Mobile, Mark, opens up their basketball season today, or tonight, I should say. And pretty soon we'll be into that with uh, Spring Hill and South Alabama oh, yeah. and the rest of them. It's coming up within about a week. There is some rumor and speculation, though, that next week, I don't know when, since we're not in studio a whole lot, that... Uh, the Greater Gulf State Fair rep is hypothetically, rhetorically bringing in fried Oreos. I can't confirm <laughs> it. I can't confirm it. You let me know that day. I'll be there. Yeah, you know Matt, I'll be there. Matt doesn't get in before, I don't know, no. 10 15. Yeah, my first break is except, like 10 Except for our 9 30 when he walks in at 9 35. <laughs> so, so he might actually so get there true. early. So true. I've got in my car, as soon as the show's over with, I got mini Oreos. They're not fried, but they sure taste good. Oh, yeah. that's that's you got to love the fair food. That's one of my favorite things about the fair, boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Chicken on a stick, too. You know, and that's the only that's the only podcast I've ever done, let's say, locally. And I did it with you yeah. and with Josh Woods out there. We did. That was a heck of a lot of fun. That really was. I enjoyed that. I, why haven't they called us back? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I learned a lot about uh, Lee Shervanian, too, that I did not know. Really? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell oh, me, oh, tell me, because yeah. I can't remember. Oh, I don't remember what it was, but I just remember looking at you several times and going, I didn't know that about you. So... You read the book. <laughs> I cannot wait for that book to come out. The manifesto. There'll be a whole whole chapter there written uh, about Markheim, I'm sure. 
I get a whole chapter? Yeah, by, I by, know. By Connor Stallion. Yeah, but right. If he, if, he, if, he, if he had a chapter for every co-host he had, he wouldn't get to anything else in the book. Oh, my God. Man was going through co-hosts like... Like butter. M&M's, like eating M&M's. Like yeah. mini Oreos, baby. So, uh, chew them up and spit them out. <laughs> do, you, do you guys... Uh, I was commenting on the fact that my wife has already gone out and bought all this candy and uh, Rice Krispie treats and all that for Ooh, Halloween. Do you guys nice. do you guys give out stuff at Halloween? Like, sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're actually going to be at uh, Moe's Barbecue Tuesday night. We're doing beer, barbecue, and bingo, and then there's a costume contest. So. And you're going as? Uh, a Ghostbuster. I'm just going to keep it simple this year. You got they the proton wanted, pack? Got the proton pack, yep. Got it. It actually works. Lights up. Makes all the sounds. Really? Yeah. Do you have Mother a costume? Bus, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it a costume? Best costume wins something? Yeah, best costume wins a $100 Moe's gift card. So right. we'll do that around 830. So it's going to be fun. And then tomorrow, if I can give a little shout-out to everybody, uh, we teamed up with Lucy Buffett and um, Bras Across the Causeway, and we're doing a benefit run with all the parrot heads that are in town. Uh, for the Jimmy Buffett, like, Meeting of the Minds Memorial that's happening. We're doing a run tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock at Lulu's. Now, when you say you're doing a run, what does that mean? Exactly? That means I'm standing there playing music and egging everybody on. I'm not running. Oh, I'm okay. just waiting for the run to be over. So How long's that run? Uh, like a mile. There's a 5K and a, a fun run. Oh, Lee, you could knock that out. You yeah. work, you work yeah. out every, every day. Yep. I, I was cute earlier. I, did, I don't know if it went over in the area. We were just talking to Ronnie Cottrell. We said you're out here running the track, and he said, we don't have, we don't a, have track. a track. We don't have a track. <laughs> well, Lee tried to cover for it, and he said, no, that Matt's trying to raise yeah. awareness right, right. so you awareness can get a track. track. Right, yeah. correct. That's what that's what I do. Yeah. That's how I give. And all the followers <laughs> that you had at 5 this morning. At 5 this morning, yeah, right. the followers. Yep, that's the, uh, the paparazzi. By the way, I didn't know this. Here's something I learned today. Air Sports 1 can take corners at a high velocity speed. <laughs> well, it depends who's driving. I saw McCoy come around yeah, the corner. I yeah, was like, you never, what? And I, I was learned. like, man, this thing handles like it's on well, rails. I saw it. It was like 10, 10 till, and I know it takes us about five minutes to get everything set up, so I didn't want us to be late for the show. You cut corners. Yeah. Somebody, and listen, this was not me. Somebody cut a corner. I thought there was dust on the back of the bus. There's something white, like somebody scraped something back there. But there wasn't hey any blood. There wasn't any blood. So I figure we're okay. No harm, no foul. All right. <laughs> Still so, so, by the way, if you're ever driving down the street, you know, at Highway 98, 